What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm joined by Dogbot. What's up, dude? Not much, man. Uh, looking forward to talking about, you know, just clearing the air that it is not mine that was released in New Hampshire. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Reinhardt, I hear you snickering over there. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Glad to be back after my absence on Tuesday. Yes. Did you get everything handled? What was it? Worms or something with the apes? Or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, snag some ivermectin, actually. Oh, good, good. I hear that's good for... Ivermectin um, and bananas. It, well, it's 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 better than uh, Kumernati, so... And you can actually pronounce it. Right, right. Spike facts. All right, anyways. Uh, <laughs> take a notes in the corner. Jack, the intern. What's up, kid? I think Dogbot's lying. It was definitely his. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to the veracity of Dogbot's earlier statement once we get to the content, because it is the Friday show. Slander. <laughs> Slander. You, you, you will have your time, good sir. You will have your time. <laughs> What's happening, fellas? I beseech thee! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, someone protests too much. I'm going with Jack on this one. Yeah, he's protesting way too much, way too early into this case. So, All right. Dogbot, if you want to give the, you know, the people something to like, you know, like look forward to in the second half of the show, we'll save, we'll save this court case for later. All right. right. I'm just saying there are issues with transactions that occur over state lines in regards to... <laughs> Oh, all right. Canids. Well, uh, kids. Whoa. Canids. Oh, canids. 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 Cryptid. I. Cryptid canids. All right. I'm sorry. I, I mean, misheard. That could also include kids. Also. Can yeah. you stop that? Well, goats are have kids. Like, you know, cryptids are goats. Thank you. That's what I was getting at. God. It's not funny. Man. Kind of funny. Testy. Testy. All right. Happy Friday, fellas. It is the weekend. Uh, the Nationalist Inquirer was a day late thanks to my internet being a dick all week. That's not going to happen anymore. We fixed the problem. Hopefully. So you finally got that, uh, what was it that was living in your internet closet? Oh, yeah. It was so a one of those, like, serpent geese? It was a, no, oh, the serpent geese, no, the serpent geese are still out back. I didn't do anything with them. They don't fuck with the internet, but, but it was a puckwudgie. God, I hate those things. Yeah, I know. Actually, it probably was. I think it was. I, I, I really think it was a. Um, it was a. It was a groundhog, and it was chewing the wires, and it just had to go. So, groundhogs, puck wedgies. I mean, what's the difference? One mm. can use a bow and a spear, right? And one's from like, one's from like New England, and the other one's from yeah, hell, hell. I don't know. Yeah, the the, the animals, dude. The animals where I live. Animals where I live are um, all rather aggressive. Like the mosquitoes, like hunt you in packs. Like we had the Brood X cicadas this year. It was like ground zero for Brood X. You guys remember when I, I, dude? Remember how? Remember oh when we talking God. on the phone? Complain about the cicadas. They're harmless. They just make noise. Dude, yeah, they just they make a little anything. bit of noise. Dogbot. When your entire neighborhood sounds like a 1950s sci-fi movie constantly for oh three God, weeks straight like every summer here in texas it's not like it's not no the brood x cicadas special the brood x what, what they're, they're very special. how are they different 17 the, years other than they have the they have the name of a new metal band you know like no they 
they're 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 it's a completely different sound there was more of them than any other it was a ridiculous thing all right you didn't experience it so i don't want to hear it you can take your little gen x curmudgery and stay over there in the corner and no they don't they don't do anything they don't bite you or anything like that but also you constantly find them everywhere literally everywhere they shouldn't be they're like it's like sand yeah it yes it they're they're worse than sand because they can move sand Slightly like gets where it gets and sand. stays there you find cicadas like how the frig did cicadas get in my sock drawer <laughs> honestly though actually i'm pretty sure i did find one in my dresser one time during the summer and the, dude the brood x ones did- there were literally billions like this was an event unlike any other cicada 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 hatching in obviously 17 years um, it's like when somebody pulls up your driveway and you hear their their tires on the gravel driveway, except it's not gravel, it's cicada shells. <laughs> Did I ever send you that picture of the tree out in the back of my house? It's covered in three layers of cicada shells. Yes. Oh yeah, my god. That's gross. Yeah. That's All right. Nothing. Of, bro, yeah, I know it's nothing, but there's like a billion of I get it. Yeah, you, they're annoying. Two months of these things. It was like if it was like a week or two, like the regular cicadas that live for like a week and die. No, these things seem to have like a longer lifespan. It was just two months of annoyance. Eight weeks. It's seventeen years of dormant hatred that they take with them, and they last right. all summer long. Right. Look, it was a level of annoyance that I was not used to, and I and I hope that I spend that summer in seventeen years elsewhere. <laughs> the next time they come out bold of you to assume there will be summer in 17 years or seasons at all i mean it it all depends look, on look. well depends on which season ends right well that is true because mm-hmm. i mean at some point they're gonna pull the lever on the heart machine and it's just gonna break and they can't change it right do, do you guys see the picture of um it's like harp towers and it's like electrostatic discharge coming out of the top of them and the, the caption is like yeah this is the weather machine nothing to see here it's like yeah it honestly it honestly looks like a giant villainous uh layer i thought it was like it sounds- a, i thought it was a weird picture of the twin towers from like the 1980s or something it's two towers of electrostatic discharge uh, it sounds like you hate science or something we do. I, we, we I do. fucking hate science. Yeah, I fucking hate science, dog. About what's wrong with you? Are you what? denying it? Are you denying science? No, I don't deny science because men are men and women are women. I don't deny biology. Nice. Biological <laughs> sex. There's no such thing as gender. Right. Gender is completely made up nonsense. Yes, gender and is completely made up uses, Jewish don't even nonsense. use the word gender. It's complete made up nonsense. Mm-hmm. Straight out of the Kabbalah. So the anytime Vikings. you use the word Jew, anytime you use the word gender, you might as well be saying oy vey or some other Jewish bullshit. Well, unless you're saying gender dysphoria, in which case you are speaking about a serious medical condition. Which is probably all also fake. Okay. Probably. You know, Vikings never had concepts of gender. Yeah. They, they just did whoever and whatever they wanted. Odin drank cum. Yeah, <laughs> is, is this is this the kind of things that you're trying to accept to make the new Lord of the Rings series that much more palatable to you? Yes, Nothing you have to make that series palatable. But Reinhardt, <laughs> but you're gonna watch it though, right? 
Oh, I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to tear it apart. You're going to hate watch the whole thing, yeah. Oh, whoa. Huh, whoa. <laughs> going to hate watch it. Oh. I, I wouldn't if I were you. Yeah. Not for your serenity. I would I, just avoid it all together. I would like, probably Like, I'm going to avoid, avoid the Dune remake altogether. Number one. The Dune remake, and I'm d- avoiding the Wheel of Time series. Wheel of Time, you have to, because they just, like, negrified that entire thing, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Which bodes, it's Amazon as well. Oh, um, right. That's right. Lord yeah. of the Rings is too. So it bodes, it shows what's coming next year. What's next year? Well, Lord of the Rings premieres uh, September 2022. Oh, I thought it was this September. Really? It's next year? That's gay. No. Oh, they just no. keep pushing that thing back, don't they? Yeah. I well, swear yeah, it was supposed to be like this year at first. Time... Or was Wheel of Time this year? Did I, did I miss something? Wheel of Time's November. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They probably wanted to give themselves enough time because whatever backlash comes with Wheel of Time, whether it's good or bad, um, they probably want to not be scrambling to fix crap right before they release it. Hmm. Or they just want to make it worse. I don't know. Right. I was going to say, okay, it's not quite bad enough. Make it worse. Johnny, growing up in the 80s, did you like He-Man at all? He-Man Masters of the Universe? I always thought He-Man was kind of a... Prince Adam was definitely a pansy. And, like, I thought He-Man was a little bit on the frou-frou side. He solidified the whole bodybuilders are gay thing for me. Yeah, I thought the toys kind of sucked. But um, they remade the He-Man cartoon. Uh Uh-oh. And then they killed him off after, like, two episodes and made his girlfriend, Tila, the badass lead of the series. Because, of course... Oh, Master at Arms' daughter. That That was the only toy i had that was cool i had mastered arms and he had like cool things that shot out of him and whatever i had a trap jaw and i had some guy that ha- uh some green guy that had like multiple eyes hmm. i had this i had oh, i have said he-man and attack cat and the the uh skeletor and the skeletor mastered arms and skeletor. panthro and uh what was the other one uh Chitara, and I know I'm doing it on purpose right now. Okay. Oh, God. you're doing a bit. Sorry. You guys, are, yeah, you guys are so bad at that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are terrible at this game. Like, even the, the listeners were like, "Never mind, it's fine." The molestation of some lady. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just go back to the classics, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like, molestation of some way that was honest cars. to god like i brain for i know it's the fucking rape of persephone like and i know this i've seen the statue a gazillion times we've talked about it many times and it's like it's like 9 30 at night i worked all day it's like 94 degrees this week right my coffee's wearing off i can't drink anymore because i gotta go to bed right as soon as we finish the show and it's like the name of that statue just vanished from my entire being all I can think. It was, it was, it was absolutely <laughs> breathtaking. I still laugh every time I think about it, man. It's hilarious. If somebody else did it, I'd still be laughing. All right. Where were we? We're doing a show, right? Yeah. Um, we got an email that I want to read. This is very important. Very important. Jack, pay attention. Whoa. Possible internship. Hey, Johnny, I've been listening to the show for a while, and I really enjoy the show. I was curious if you guys were willing to do another internship on the show. Hmm. Oof. Been into Wait, conspiracies. so the intern gets to have an intern? 
No. No. Oh. This is where you get replaced. No, oh. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding, Jack. You're not getting replaced. No one can replace you, Jack. <laughs> yes, you would get a promotion to lead intern. Nice. Which would double your pay. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, no, double twice zero is still zero over there. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it yeah. still sounds cooler. That's, no, no, that's, no. That's I was telling somebody in the other room with that. Somebody's like, oh. you're actually going to give him money? I said, no. <laughs> we have to have money to be giving people money, right, guys? I'm just kidding. Speaking of having money. We have money? Uh, well, speaking of having money, we got some donations. How about that? You guys want, you want me to read off the donations real quick? We got a couple. They never, the, the, the Bitcoin donations and stuff, we never get notes. So if you guys do donate Bitcoin or Litecoin or any other coin, uh, please like send us a little email so we know who it is. So like I can thank you guys. Somebody sent us, it ended up being uh, $7.43, but it was um, a meme number. There was a 14 and an 88 in there. Bitcoin. Thank you, sir, for that. Whoever you are, uh, random, random listener that sent us that meme number of Bitcoin. We also received a Litecoin donation, and I'm opening up the app so I can see it because it closed out on me. We received a $20 Litecoin donation, also no name. We received a $14. Uh, was that Robert Stroker? Richard Stroker, excuse me, sent us uh, 14 bucks yesterday of the Bitcoin. And, oh, thank you. Yes. And we also received a... Richard Stroker? R Richard St Dick Stroker sent us twenty, basically 20 bucks or 14 bucks, yeah. Also... That's really nice. Yes, we got a... With the fluctuation, it was a $90 donation. Thank you, sir, whoever that was. I would probably touch uh, Mr. Stroker's donation with gloves. It's Bitcoin, so I don't have to touch it. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Good. And uh, we also, apparently we take Cardano. Uh, once you're on, once you're on uh, Coinbase, you like already have like all these wallets that you can use. So I suppose we should put more of our wallets in our show notes so people can donate different coins. If you guys have different coins that you want to donate, like Doge, I mean, I don't know. That's pretty much a meme coin. But it's it's on Coinbase now for some reason. But we received a hundred and thirty bucks in Cardano, and he is also in our chat. And I don't want to dox him. I don't know. I don't, yeah, so anyway, thank you, sir, for the Cardano ADA. Very cool. So now we have awesome. now we have enough donations to you know finish paying the bills this month, and we got some more prep. I got to get us some more books, guys. Get some more books. Oh boy! Yes, I've got a, uh, I've got a few in my list. I, awesome. I have a little public service announcement. Okay. Have you seen the video of the woke female soldier who says uh, if they declare martial law, she'll uh, declare us the enemy and act accordingly? Yeah, I saw that. Yes. Uh, her her name is her name is Cindy Bronson. And her commander is Colonel Sean P. Kelly. And the public affairs office, if you would like to leave a uh, complaint, because uh, she should not be posting these things on TikTok, the number is 915-741-2750. Dogbot, would be really great if that... Do me a favor. Post all that in the chat. I'm putting that in the show notes. Okay. Thanks. 
but go ahead and finish your saying. I'm sorry. Complain, about it. Bring up the fact she did it in uniform. Yeah, that, that's like the biggest no go. Yeah, yeah. She basically you can have said opinions on things, but you can't do, you, do it in uniform. Yeah. Do Do we have that? Is that in the Telegram? Is that like? Is I that, have all of it. Where is it? I'm I'm dropping it in the Skype. Drop it in the Skype. Okay, drop it in the Skype. All right, where is? There it is. Is that it? Nope, it's not coming up yet. Also, well, while we're thanking our our listeners for the donations, uh, Dogbot received himself a new little piece of gear. So, thanks to the listeners, he is now uh, no longer getting kicked out of calls while opening websites. Yes, Dogbot has now made it to the early twenty first century <laughs> in podcasting tech. Hilarious. Hilarious. You know it's true. Well, he's a little. I just want to go to my cabin in the woods right. and leave this all behind. Oh, just, you know, go down there and leave this all behind. Cabin in the woods. I wish, I mean, I wish I could. I, we kind of have the cabin in the woods, but we also have all this stuff inside of it. So. Yeah, need to make sure that all of your woods cabins are made of concrete and built into the earth as well so that way you know whenever next reset happens and everybody is uh, swept up into what is it john levi calls the giant electromagnetic storm right that that we don't all just blow away yeah that's interesting no I, dog about i was hoping you had the video uh, i was hoping you had I the mean, video you only have the the, the picture of her we, did, did somebody drop the video in the chat where did you where this uh, uh video's all over the place I know. I only, Telegram. I don't see it. No, she didn't. She didn't post all her personal information along with the video. <laughs> I no, I, I, I didn't think she of. did. But I'm looking for the video. Did somebody drop it in our chat though? Uh, I don't know. I'm just looking through the videos now. I didn't know we were going to do this, so it's okay. It was sudden. Yeah, it was very sudden. Yes, whatever. So yes, this 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 butch woke soldier, Cindy Bronson. She is a looks like. Uh, I just it? posted it in the uh, prep chat. Did it? Telegram and prep chat. The video. There it is. Yeah. As soon as this pops up, I want to. I want to listen to this. Get everybody to listen to this. You guys got to check this out. Listen to this. Listen to this. This is your, this is your United States military. Hang on a second, ladies and gentlemen. Understand that if active duty military actually get deployed within the United States, that weapon is not just pointed at other people, other countries. It's pointed at you. If you do not get in your house when I tell you to, you become the enemy. Martial law. And that is the video. She looks like she's like 117, 120 pounds. She's not very big, so this is this is that the tough guy, butch chick, you know. Yes, she's probably the supply sergeant. I can almost guarantee. Yeah, what is yeah, it? She, looks she like is a who actually doesn't do anything. Yeah, she 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 carries loads. <laughs> not well, Ask probably not other, actually. Other troops. Yeah, Jack. What is what is she? She's, staff she's, sergeant, or is that just a? Yeah, staff sergeant. Staff sergeant, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, she's probably. So that'd be what E four, E six, E six, E six. Okay, that's a six. Oh, I thought he, I thought he yep. five was staff sergeant. What's he five in the army? Just sergeant. Just sergeant. Okay. All right. Okay. That makes sense. So I'm yeah, used just, to uh, PO three, PO two, PO one. <laughs> right, but she's you definitely cha- she's definitely ranks. chambered a few rounds. No, she probably hasn't chambered many. She's a butch bull dyke, there, dogbot. She's not chambering rounds. If I mean, she looks like she would work an admin and be super lazy. No, she looks like she's a really bitchy one white person in supply. Am I yeah, close, I can Jack? see that too. Everyone else is like Latino. Phil, well, no, it's the in in the in the army is supply black and brown. Yeah, it, it is, and then you also have the the bull dykes. Right. See, in the navy, in the navy, supplies like mostly Filipino and black. We don't have that many Filipinos. No, in the navy they do because the navy based in the Philippines. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Filipinos in the navy in Guam. Like a lot of Guamanians, who are basically Filipinos. They're basically like less evolved Filipinos, Guamanians. It's like telling the difference between different South American ethnicities. Yeah, they're all just Guatemalans. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Uh, where are we at? How many minutes? Oh, oh 12 more to go. Um, let me see. We got Jack's replacement in. Uh, we did donations. T-shirts. T-shirts. I is have. Is Afghani? What? Is the replacement Afghani? You know what? We're, well, we're having thousands of these people come in. We might want to interview some of them. You know? So. They uh, would definitely take, they would definitely just take the work. Right. Just take it away from Jack. Did you, hear, did you hear what they named the baby, the Afghan baby that was born on the C-17 flight? Uh, was it, um, Leech? It was Reach. 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 Yep. Right. It should have been Leech. To go with their newly Americanized last name around. Ah, very funny. Very funny. Did you work on that one all week? No, it's... No, he was silent for the past, like, three minutes, so he was really working hard on it. Saving that one up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't realize there was a baby born on the... On the C-130 or the C-117? I'm going to keep saying it was a C-130. Of course there was. They're good. Dude, don't worry about it. They'll they'll make it a movie with Scarlett Johansson and fucking uh, you know, Gerard Butler or something you know, in the next year. <laughs> and Gerard it'll be, Butler? It'll be, it'll be breathtaking. You know, uh, it'll, it'll get nominated for Golden Idols. Yes. Yes, very much. It'll get nominated for all the Golden Idols, the Globes, and the Oscars. Mm. Scarlett Johansson? I don't fucking know, man. Is she even a thing anymore? I mean... I don't think she's childbirthing anymore. Yeah, but I don't think she's like... She couldn't be given birth on... She's like 50 now, right? Like She wouldn't be the mom. She would be like Scarlett Johansson. Okay, in this movie, Scarlett Johansson would be the cool under fire female pilot of the, the plane that takes command of everything. Um, she's like the co-captain that takes over for the, the white male captain that can't handle it. Right? Yeah, and, like and, he freaks out and, right. she, and she suddenly just like rips off his rank tab and puts it on her. Right. Like, I'll take charge. Throws him back in the back. You know, he has to deliver the baby, you know? 
put him in the brig. Right. Right. Bread and water. She's a staff sergeant who just happens to know how to fly a C-130. <laughs> yeah, it just happens to... Well, she went through all the qualification courses. She just couldn't get the qualification. Because discrimination. And it's not... Because discrimination, right. discriminatory. Right. Yeah, what they'll do, they'll, they'll right. every time they talk about it, they'll like show like this, this like flashback montage of people just berating her and like flight school. Right, but, but it's the, actually the just fat, people telling pilot. her that she's not an officer, so she can't fly. Right. <laughs> I was waiting for the, somebody the to fat catch pilot, that. The fat pilot starts getting heart palpitations because he just received his second dose of the Johnson and Johnson. And so she has to push him out of the way and right. uh, fly the plane to safety. Right. His heart gets so enlarged that it's blocking the passageway into the in, into the cabin. Right. Because yes. she because she got the Pfizer vaccine right. because it's FDA approved. The culminati, the the culminati, 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 the culemity, culminati, calamity. What what was the name of the culminati light? Cormanati, Cormanati, come, come nutty, the coming nutty, Coronado. All right, Coronado, Spike Vax. That's Moderna's Spike Vax. <laughs> yeah. isn't that isn't that a director? No, yeah, That's Spike Vax uh, directed. Uh, he directed uh, a Don't. few good men. Yeah, he directed. <laughs> <laughs> was... Ooh, this is his new one. <laughs> <laughs> We're way off the rails tonight, you guys. All right. All great women. He did that movie about how uh, Puff Daddy raped all the young rappers under his charge. I mean, that's a documentary, but... Oh, that really happened. Yeah, that actually happened. I don't know why you're trying to make it out like it's a movie or something. That's real. Did you, speaking of that, did you guys see the video somebody posted in chat the other day about the niggas is gay thing? And it's like, you know, not, not ha 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 niggas is gay. I mean, well, obviously, that's funny. But like legit showing like gangster thugs talking about being gay. I I posted that. Oh, you posted that. uh, uh, That's yeah. That's from the uh, YouTube account straight from the kettle. Right. And it's got the, um, it's got that clip of big baby and Lil Wayne kissing each other. (sighs) Yeah. And also there's a 25 minute long video on that channel. That's that, that completely breaks down all of the stuff. Puff daddy has said that, pretty much proves that nigga is gay. It ain't even like the down low. It's like he's talking about buying 50 cent clothes. Giving him kisses. Niggas is is super gay. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas kissing, dude. Like niggas is game. Like this is nothing new to any of our listeners. I'm sure. Right. I don't know. There might be some holdouts that think like rap is like hardcore. Dude, whenever Dude, I tell people masculine everything, when I tell normies, I don't know if our listeners are still holding on to like you know maybe Method Man might not be gay, but you know him and you know him and Redman yeah. obviously, but yeah, they're... yeah, clearly. But uh, when you talk to normies about it, and they're like, whenever you mention like Jay Z, they're like, yeah, I could see it, but anybody else, they're like, no, and they're like. Well, what about white ra- rappers like House of Pain or something? I'm like, well, the opening lyrics to jump around is pack it up, pack it in. So, sorry. I mean. Probably that guy, too. There's a couple of different. You didn't have to instantly go to gay with that, but okay. 
Those are weed smoking references, but mm. are mm. they? They yeah. are. I mean, they are. They could probably have double entendre because you know rap, but whatever. No, I mean, you want to talk about white rappers? Who cares about House of Pain? But obviously, Eminem is a is a wigger trans man. Yeah, like that's, that's a, a woman. That's an FTM. Yeah, that's an FTM. Eminem yeah. is a wigger butch bulldog, like little bulldog woman. Every th- when you tell people that and you say, look at Eminem really closely, like all the facial expressions it makes and all that kind of stuff, and the hairstyles and like the way he walks and whatever, and the way he carries himself. Just like, just like a very butch wigger bulldike. It's not even a stretch, really. He even looks like one. He's never yeah, been very masculine looking. Anyway, speaking of uh, speaking of Bulldykes, uh, yeah, we'll post her. Uh, we'll post her information in the show notes. Yes, we'll put we'll put uh, Staff Sergeant uh, Cindy. What's her face? Cindy Bronson. Bronson. Cindy R. Bronson. Hold on, Bronson. Charles Bronson was Jewish. Is C- Cindy Bronson's a Jew? Hmm. That's possible. Well, Charles Bronson changed his name from like something very Jewy to Charles Bronson. Bronstein, probably. It, it might have been Bronstein. I saw a video the other day. It was like um, I was watching a history reviewed a uh, Jan Lomprecht video. I miss Jan Lomprecht. We should have him back on nice. for another. Yeah, for another. Well, he was, it was one of his uh, one of his very in depth uh, how to tell a crypto Jew video. <laughs> It's fucking hilarious. Nice. Yeah, it's very autistically. It's very, very well researched. But after that, there was like a, an autoplay, and it was like how to tell crypto Jews or something, or why Jews changed their name or something like that. And there was no words. It was just pictures of Jews and their their uh, screen name and then their their original Jewish name. And then, like, I mean, obviously, like, you know, some of them we knew, like Kurt Russell's dad. Kirk Russell was like, you know, uh, I forgot what that one was, but uh, Michael Douglas's dad. My, who's Michael Douglas's dad? Um, no, Kurt Russell, Kirk Russell. Kirk, he was. What's that? Kirk Douglas is Michael Douglas's. Right, dad. no, Kirk Douglas, not Kurt Russell. Yeah, it was Kirk Douglas. I'm sorry, Kirk Douglas. Yeah, he was. He's the Jew. I get, always get those ones confused. Um, but all the ones that like changed their name, you're like, wow, that was really Jewy. Their names were really Jewy. And then they went, and it went through a bunch of. Israeli prime ministers who changed their name. I'm like, but they are Jews. But imagine Golda Meir actually had a Jewier name. Like, yeah, that that's an interesting one when they they changed to an even worse. No, it was a little less Jewy. Like Golda Meir's name originally was like Isabel Doren Steinbergsten, you know, like and she changed it to Golda Meir. Oh, I get what you're saying. I'm sorry. I thought yeah. you were saying the other way around. No, like they went from something extremely Jewy to something that's still Jewish, and they're still the prime minister of fucking Israel. So, like, clearly Jewish, right? <laughs> right. Like, what, why are they like Netanyahu's name was something else? It wasn't Israel. I think that was the thing is they changed it from a from a European Jewish name to an Israeli name. I think that might be what the difference is. Actually, now that I think about it. That reminds me, what was Benjamin Netanyahu's dead name? It was something. Is it was something Ashkenazi? It was something Polish or something like that, or I don't remember. But 
Anyway, I thought that was interesting. But yes, I miss Jan Lamprecht. He was he was cool, man. That was a fun series. Because the Earth can be hollow and flat. Yes. Layer cake TM. Layer cake Earth TM. That's right, Jack. Oh yeah, here's uh, Netanyahu's father's original name was Miliakowski. Yes, Miliakowski. What was Golda Meir? She changed hers too. She was a Russian uh, Jew. Um, Golda Meir and like like Ariel Sharon. Ariel Sharon changes his name from something Russian Jewish to something Israeli. Let's see. Uh, Jason Alexander. What? Oh, you're doing. Her name was Golda Mabovich. Mabovich, yeah. She's born in Kiev. Kiev? Yeah, Kiev, Kiev. I mean, it's both. That was the Russianized name. Sorry, the Russianized name is sitting there. But. Mm. Yeah. The pronunciation expert. Yeah. Whoa! Shots fired. fired. Yeah, it's literally spelled sitting right here. K-Y-I-V. That's the Russianized version. It's still mm. Kiev. It's still pronounced <sighs> Kiev, no matter how you spell it. You can have okay. all you want. It's still Kiev. The addition of the side doesn't change the pronunciation. <laughs> all right. It, okay. You know, I'm it's not a even going to. strain, bro. I'm not even gonna, bro. It's a different strain, bro. It's a Y, bro. It's not an I, bro. It's a totally different vowel, bro. This is one of those sometimes occasions, bro. This guy Saxon. <laughs> All right, I, I had to laugh at that one. I couldn't hold it anymore. This, this, that's, but that's the only one tonight. Okay, maybe. Fucking Malibu, man. All right, we have content, and I believe we are at. 35 minutes. <laughs> we I'd have say that's three good minutes enough. to go. We got to burn three minutes. <laughs> no, we don't got to burn any more minutes. Let's, let's actually do the content. Yeah, so we are back on our shit. We're doing, we're doing the Haunted America tour. We haven't done that in a long time. So we're back. And we are in New England. And we're in oh, God. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Now, as far as cryptids go, we're not going to be discussing. Uh, we're not going to be discussing the libertarian meth mouth monster um, from the Free State Project. Okay, sorry. Clark Clark Hat. No, Jerry Cantwell. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. I was thinking about the other, the other thing that you described that lives in New Hampshire. The hell's the other thing? Clark hat? I don't know what that is. A couple of people do. Okay. All right. All two of you that know Vermin that. Supreme? Vermin Supreme no, lives in New Hampshire, yeah. Yeah. Well, Vermin Supreme is well, actually... A small state. Would Vermin Supreme be considered a cryptid? I think... I would say yes. I so, would consider him a cryptid. Okay. So New Hampshire has to be the first state in the union to have had a cryptid run for elected office. I would agree. All right. 
There you go. You heard it here first on the Paranormies, folks. <laughs> Already doing better than Ohio. Wait, and we it gets even, even better. I just pulled up his wiki. He has campaigned on a platform of zombie apocalypse awareness and time travel research and promised a free pony for every American. Time travel research? This nigga yep. knows time travel makes you gay. He has he to. He has to know. Vermin Supreme is like Oddworld Brother Nathaniel. I'm trying to find the lie, but I can't find it. Right. I, I love Brother Nathaniel, too. He's cool. Oh, man. All right. So, yes, we are in New Hampshire, where... When was, the, when was New Hampshire settled, according to, uh, according to the official narrative? Somebody pull up the wiki on New Hampshire real quick. I, never, I didn't do that. It's one of the older states. I mean, it's, you know, it's in New England, so it's, it was one of the, quote, originally settled areas of the colonies. Yeah, it was uh, 1623. Okay. So three years after Plymouth Rock, they're, they're, uh, what did they, what was the first, what was the first um, settlement there? In New Hampshire? Yeah. Um, to, 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 to Little Harbor. Or Hanaway, okay. which is now the town of Rye, New Hampshire. Okay. Well, New Hampshire, you know, New Hampshire is, it's an old, it's an old state. You know, it was founded in 1623. Uh, you have, holy crap, 944 lakes. So there's a good chance there could be lake monsters out there. Of course, there's the Lake Winnipesaukee, which is uh, 44,500 acres. It's pretty freaking big. Good um, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And, Winnipesaukee is a big lake. I've I've been there, um, and then they have they have uh, mountains there. I guess you would call them mountains. I've been to the Rockies, White Mountains. They're dude. They're four thousand feet, bro. They're not that big. They're like, I mean, comparatively, bro, I, for East Coast. Yeah, well, for the East Coast, they're big. Yeah, uh, Vermont has a few bigger, but New Hampshire is cool. Yeah, there's what's uh what's the what are the ski resorts up in New Hampshire? I can't remember. Uh, I think what is it? My face. See, I know uh, Vermont. I know Vermont is like Stowe. We used to go to Stowe all the time. But anyway, yeah. So they have mountains. I haven't gone there in a while. So there's there's mountains and there are, are woods, lots and lots of woods. Some of them aren't very explored. They're, they're like almost uh, totally unexplored. Some of the woods out there and. Also out there, they have cryptids. Besides cryptids, you know what's like, you say? Before I forgot, yeah, I know, right? Well, one cryptid, one cryptid we all know. Um, the rainbow in the dark baby himself, Mr. Ronnie James Dio, is from New Hampshire. By the way, speaking of cryptids. Really? I thought he was European. Mm-mm. Nope. Really? No, dude. Uh, he's from President, Germany or something. President Franklin Pierce is from New Hampshire. Uh, Alan Shepard, the astronaut, he's from New Hampshire. And Ronnie James Dio, three very, very famous New Hampshireans. New Hampshireans? Supposed astronaut. Supposed astronaut, Alan Shepard, yes. Well, yes. So yes. basically he's an actor. Right, he's an actor. We have, so we have, okay, so we have some cryptids, right? Um, in the northern Appalachian Mountains, they have... Devil monkeys, guys. Monkeys in New Hampshire. 
Why have I never heard of this? This is like this was the one I was like, get the fuck out of here. The Devil Monkeys. Yeah, I've never heard they of the drop, Devil they Monkeys. Drop out of the. Yeah, they drop out of the trees and and attack people no. and then rush back up. No, those are drop bears, dude. Right. Is that a new slur for pavement apes? Devil monkeys? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, but, so the way that they describe these things is like baboons, almost. Yeah, the picture, yeah. the drawing is definitely baboon-esque. Like, the whole entire, it's got the big dog face with the giant canines. Yeah, which just makes it even more like monkeys, okay, that already puts in your mind, I don't know what specific monkey, but a baboon, those things are freaking, they're aggressive and they're evil. I agree. So are uh, albino apes, right, Reinhardt? What's that? So are the albino apes, right, Reinhardt? And the albino they apes can be aggressive when they're protecting their territory, but they're definitely not evil. I would say more uh, enlightened. Wow, and that's a, you know... I'm really proud of you. That's a really good way of getting around to forgiving the aggressor that puts you out for so long. Well, you know, we're called to love those who uh, who come against us and forgive those who trespass against us. So really, the only option I had was to go get some tea with the guy and just sit down and have a good conversation. And it's led to a good partnership. You sat down? <laughs> After mm -hmm. a while, yes. After a yeah. while, all right, all right. Anyway, back to the, back to the devil monkeys. Um, yeah, dog-like muzzles, long black hair, streaked with white, pointed ears, and a nasty, nasty temper. Wow. They've been known well, to that kill. Explains the name. Well, yeah, clearly, but they've been known to kill pets and livestock. So. Okay, these things go back. And apparently attack couples making out in their cars. Yeah, I know, right? It's, uh, I was going to say the, the first one was in the 1950s. And the couple was attacked, probably making out in the woods, you know, parked on the side of the road, somewhere parked in uh, Lover's, you know, well, I don't know where they have those spots. Lover's Lane. Lover's Lane, yeah. Was that ever actually a thing? Yeah, that's, that's a, 1950s is about when high trust society began to crumble around us, right? Yeah, that's nineteen fifty. Right, right, right. When they started doing the integration thing, and like you know, everything was perfect before all that, right? So, could this have been just like a, a one of those doctors or teachers that they keep telling us are coming over here? Uh, you mean trees? you mean doctors or engineers? They're definitely not teachers. A future engineers. There's definitely a future brain surgeon that uh, decided to attack the two lovers. The pheromones that set off. It's possible. It's possible. But okay, so Jack, what is, what is this that you just dropped in? Uh, something new on the the monkeys? Yeah, it's uh, a report on a sighting from for the uh, okay. devil monkeys. Well, let me read the one I was gonna read real quick, and then we'll go to Jack's. Where was the? I just had it. Damn it! I clicked off the thing. There's 85 pages open because Jack did a bunch of prep that only was skimmed through. <laughs> I can't find this stupid... I'm not busy, fault. nigga. Mm -hmm. What'd you say, Reinhardt? Nothing. Oh, I said, uh, <laughs> I, I'm a busy nigga. Wait a minute. Am I Reinhardt? 
No, I said Reinhardt. What did you say? And you repeated yourself, Jack. But that's fine. He's a devil monkey. Devil monkey. Yeah. I I guess I closed that article out. So whatever. Um. The devil monkey's last sighting was in two thousand and one. Yeah, in Danville. Danville. Yeah, and that's that's the one that Jack posted the article about just now. So. This shit doesn't want to open for me. Uh oh. <laughs> Oof. I so did say like, early. There's 21st like a thousand pop ups on this fucking Seacoast Online page, and the actual text is not open. Yeah, you're like, gonna have to do that. You're gonna have to get a pop up blocker. It's a. Yeah, you're gonna have to do all that new stuff. Sorry, but yeah. Also, are you using Brave as a browser? Yeah, what are you using as a browser, by the way? Uh, I don't know. No, you should. Look at, look at the taskbar. What does it say? <laughs> well, it just opens up. Like I'm just clicking open the fucking article. No, no. I, like what? What browser? What are browser you using? are you using? Edge? Yeah. Chrome. Are you using uh, Chrome? Yeah. Google. Yeah, get brave. Yeah, get brave. Use brave. Intrinsic pop-up blocker and uh, VPN support. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's actually good. Anyways, stuff. I mean, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't think that uh, Brave and DuckDuckGo are. You know, I, I have no delusions that this thing is actually protecting me. You know, I mean, it's still a free browser right. that's collecting my data. It's just maybe not giving it directly to Google. Even so, it just runs better. Sure. No, it definitely does run better than, than Chrome, and a lot of stuff doesn't work with Chrome anymore. So, Yeah, that's true. Um, anyways, yeah, okay. So this sighting that had just happened in Danville, well, not just happened, I guess this was 20 years ago. Um, 8.30 on a Monday morning, loud, screeching, piercing sound. <laughs> she said it was a noise that didn't belong in my woods, and she saw a monkey that ran across her backyard and apparently this was apparently this was owned actually by somebody this is hmm. somebody's pet so it was a pet monkey yeah yeah it just like jumped out of the trees hit the ground took a giant leap and started running off I guess they, they caught it later but okay. yeah that's weird but I don't think that can account for all of these devil monkey sightings. Like, how many people out there really in New Hampshire are collecting exotic pets? I don't know. It's pretty remote. Some of the areas. I knew this. Uh, I knew this one dude. His mom collected primates. She lived in a place called Waxahachie. She had lemurs. It was, it was psychotic. Yeah, there were these giant cool. cages. I mean, I yeah. guess I can't be too, yeah, I can't be too surprised. I mean, down the road here in, in uh, Washington, there's an emu farm. We have emu farms here in Texas. They're terrifying. Oh, yeah, Jesus. emus are evil. So are you, reading, are you reading the story about the 2001 sighting? Yes. Okay. So I just read the article. So apparently... It was first spotted by the fire chief. <laughs> this is a monkey. This is a legitimate monkey, right? What? This is crazy. So, uh, and of course, and of course, they they had to throw in a nine eleven thing in there because this is like 
When was this? Oh, September 14th. What is this? This is like three days after September 11th. The one Jack posted. Residents can't stop yeah, monkeying no, no, no. around. That episode. That what is episode. this line in here? Article. He thinks he's been feeding an Indian, so he's been emptying my cookie jar. Are we looking at the same thing? Yeah. yeah Seacoast Online. Jacob had been hoarding all the peanut butter cookies he could find to take to the fort after something ate several cookies he left there last week. He thinks he's been feeding an Indian, so he's been emptying my cookie jar, Lemieux said. So that's Sheila Lemieux, the mother. I just figured it was the other kids in the neighborhood playing tricks on him. So the little boy thinks he's feeding an Indian, so he came in the house and got all the cookies, right? Apparently, and I'm uh, the, the, so this is an eight-foot-tall Humboldt's woolly monkey, and apparently it had escaped from an actual zoo. So this was a legitimate monkey. This is not a devil monkey. So it's it's not an illegitimate monkey. It is a legitimate monkey. Yes. So, okay, this is the, f- yes, the, the monkey was first spotted by Danville Fire Chief on August 21st when he was driving around Kingston Road. He spotted the attention of media from across the country. In fact, Kimball and this other person were scheduled to be featured Tuesday morning on NBC's Today Show. However, just as they were ready to go live, the World Trade Center in New York was hit by the first of two planes flown by terrorists. Insane. So we could not return to monkey because of other things. Right. Right. Monkeys did 9-11. No. Monkeys, monkeys, did, monkeys not. did not do 9-11. Right, so they figured it out. They figured it out. So uh, the police chief no. thought he recognized it. He went to the library, looked through a bunch of books on, on monkeys. Found what he's looking for. Determining that the monkey is a Brazilian Humboldt's woolly monkey. Monkey can grow up nice. to four feet tall. I and just posted the picture points. of it in the chat. Yeah, there you go. And that's it. That's what it looks like. It's a Honestly, freaking... this this monkey's face kind of looks like the the meme, like the black dude peering around the the tree. It does. His hands. It does. You should take that picture, <laughs> flip it, and put it on his body. I can do that. You can do that. All right. So that's not a devil monkey, but it was a return to monkey. So the Dan- the devil monkey of, hmm. it's of Danville. Okay, no. So apparently, wait a minute. The devil monkey of Danville, New Hampshire. Yeah. Huh. It's the same. It's the same story, just not in, in depth about the. Uh, yeah. No, it's the, the situation. same. Story. Okay. Yeah. So it's another. So there's no. All right, so the devil. We're gonna say that the devil monkey is not a thing. We're gonna say that there yeah, was a humble woolly monkey that got loose, and there you go. Well, and the stories from the fifties and and you know before this two thousand one situation. I mean, whatever they are, we have. No I don't think they were all monkeys. monkeys. Yeah, I don't think any of them were monkeys, to be honest. However, yeah, what they do have also in the woods out there are wood devils well, those seem those seem really creepy this is this picture is going in the in in the thing maybe put it on the on the cover art jesus that thing is creepy this the ear to ear smile yeah the brow ridge that like pushes down to the bridge of the nose it's, it's like, like a Slender big man with- mixed with bigfoot mm-hmm 
It's like Bigfoot with bulimia. <laughs> you know, it's it a shaved looks like picture. Oh, go it kind of looks like the picture from uh, the Nephilim or Clowns videos that the dude draw, the dude drew. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, if it didn't have the stuff on the top of its head. or under, Yeah, it does. The face is exactly the same, pretty much. The elongated yeah. face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that wide, wide mouth. Mm-hmm. He drew it here with five fingers. Seven I wonder. feet tall with gray fur. So that's it. It's not the nine, ten feet, the eight, nine, ten feet tall that some people say Bigfoot is. Right. Well, it's to be fair, it's not like someone captured one and measured it. Yet. Right. Yet. Right. Um, yeah. Well, think- are there any stories? Do we have any stories about this besides just this little blurb? thought i posted one um well a lot of the sightings so supposedly with these they typically like to hide behind trees or if they are spotted and they have no cover what they do is they stand extremely still and they'll let you get extremely close to them and then they'll do like a piercing scream and then just dip off really quickly hmm so they these things kind of look like if Bigfoot and a Wendigo had a kid. Yeah, that's uh, another thing is that it mentions the con- the comparisons between it, it looks like Bigfoot, but in certain aspects it does have the uh, qualities of a uh, Wendigo. Well, and I think that all of these creatures are related. They are adjacent to each other genetically, uh, just with you know, different differences that you would find in, uh, like in our animal kingdom that we know to be or believe to be normal, quote, uh, it's just like different subspecies um, or related species or crossbreeding. So I think that all these things are going to have similar appearances and qualities with obvious differences in their heights um, and uh, physical features based on what they do. It seems like these are a lot more nimble and lanky than Bigfoot. They're not just like stomping through the woods or stomping through the trees. Mm-hmm. Like they are very good at hunting and hiding. And apparently, according to this, only New Hampshire doesn't have a Bigfoot. They only have the Wood Devils. Yeah, right. the only state to have like a report of such a creature. And they really only. Only are in one place. It's Coas County, so it's pretty specific to one part of New Hampshire. And I posted one sighting, and I'm posting another in the Skype chat right now. Uh, both were by hunters, I believe. And this was in New Hampshire. Yeah, both in Coas County. Hmm. We headed into the woods at about 5 a.m. this morning during deer hunting season. We thought this was going to be the year we finally got that trophy buck. We were in for a surprise. We got to our spot under a big white spruce tree on the hillside on the ground with snow covered. We sat there and waited for the sun to rise so we could load our Browning 30-06 rifles. Right before the time came for us to load our rifles, we noticed a strange noise about 100 yards ahead of us. It was like a high-pitched yell or a squeal. I looked over, and walking from behind a bush, we saw a dark figure that stood about 6 or 7 feet tall with a long, pointy head. Hmm. 
And my grandfather stood there in awe. He'd never seen anything like this in 25 years of hunting the area. We were very frightened by the creature, so we did not attempt to get any closer. But we watched it walk away as it hiked down the ridge. We were in shock. After he was out of sight, we waited about 10 minutes to collect our thoughts and decide whether what we just saw was real or if the cold was getting to us. To prove we hadn't lost our minds, we decided to go see if the creature left any footprints. And guess what? It did. We walked over to where the Bigfoot passed through, and there were footprints approximately 15 to 18 inch long with a stride of about four to six feet. There's no way any human could have made those impressions. Right then and there, me and my grandfather decided to call it a day, and we have not been back to the hunting spot since, but this year we plan to go back and search all winter for the mysterious creature in hopes that we may capture even another glimpse of him and maybe even a still shot. So this was hunting in early November, hunting season. It was cold, snow, snow on the ground. Seven feet tall, long, skinny, pointy head. He was dark colored. There's no leaves on the tree, so it's easier to see further in the distance than the woods. Right. And, of course, if everything's covered and it's behind a white spruce tree and this thing has dark fur, it's going to be very easy to spot. Mm -hmm. Now, this was Um, November 15th, 2004. Yeah, so this is a long time ago. How many sightings would you say? Like, I, I, I got the sense that this hadn't been seen a whole lot. Um, this is only in Coos County as well. You know, seems to be very limited, uh, limited range. Well, yeah, it's, you know, Coos County. Let me look at the map of New Hampshire. See what Coos County looks like. It's not Coos. No, it's it's Coos County. I like Coos. This seems to stem from local legends, Indian legends, um, and it's something that's kind of made its way throughout into, I can't talk today, through to the modern era in like urban folklore. Um, and although they haven't been cited that much, I mean, it's no surprise as we push further and further into wooded areas and forests that were formerly, you know, absolutely massive and now are a fraction of what they once were. Mm-hmm. If these things do exist, it's no wonder that they would adapt and they would learn to hide even better. If they're not aggressive towards humans and they, they typically hide from them, they would just get better and better as we encroach more and more with our modern right. technology. And the, also, Coas County is like the upper third of the state. It's up against Maine in Canada. so It's the entire upper third of the state. It's a small state, but it's it's the upper third of the state. Okay, so it butts right up against uh, Canada. It's Canada, Maine, and Vermont, yeah. Um, but, no, you're right. As humans more and more humans encroach more and more on their territory, um, they're bound to develop, you know, better um, defenses against us, I guess you should call it, or, or uh, survival tactics. Also, you know the theory that the big feats can detect EMF? Which is like they, they detect, you know, that's why, like, even trail cams, they avoid the trail cams because they can detect the EMF from the trail cams. Oh, you mean, um, infrared? That's really, was it infrared really or EMF? EMF. Well, EMF. So, like, the, the stuff that the trail cams are giving off. Yes. I thought they like, did IR. Anything, 
Well, they do, but like they do do infrared. But what I'm saying is, is that they avoid the cameras because the cameras put off EMF because they're on. They're being powered, right? Uh, Anything that uses electricity yeah, they could okay. sense, also. They could sense they can sense the artificial nature of the the trail cams themselves. So it doesn't matter how well they're hidden. The EMF that they give off it's like uh, a cloud is unnatural it, yeah. and, and the state. Huh? Yeah, the frequencies of the EMF, they can detect the frequencies. The fre- yeah. Other animals can do that too. There's certain, um, there was a fox, I believe it was, in Indonesia or something. And they... I guess there was a drawing of it from like way back when they were first exploring, when the whenever white people were first exploring back then, and they had the first photograph of it ever it was in like 2016 or something like that. And it's because these things are just you know so sketched out by anything human or anything electronic, and I guess they could hear or sense the EMF as well, so they would avoid the, the trail yeah. cams and stuff too. I don't know that it's in their feet as far as Bigfoot goes, uh, but. I definitely think that they do have a heightened sense towards these things. And they do go, it's not that they never approach the cameras because we know that they have tampered with them before they've, you know, pushed them off the tree. They've destroyed them, whatever. Um, Something interesting that I saw, it was a comment thread. I was reading randomly uh, one day on Bigfoot, Bigfoot stuff. And somebody said that in a lot of these cases, too, they leave the front of the camera, the lens, unharmed, and they don't they don't go on that side. They try and cross around to the back, almost like they're – whatever they are, they're intelligent enough to know to stay out of the camera lens, and they can sense the disturbance that the machinery is giving off. Yeah, the EMF, right? That makes That makes sense. So it is very interesting because, I mean, we've seen animals that develop their own, like, sonar mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So they Dolphins. are very much in tune to the atmosphere around them, and they know when things are changing. Right. Dolphins, bats, insects. I mean, other birds use, you know, like, sonar, radar type, ranging uh, type abilities. And I'm sure that, you know, the Bigfoot, whatever it is. What if um what if this wood devil is is um since New Hampshire doesn't have a Bigfoot, what if it's some like mutated or um different species or you know, I mean not species, but uh, um what's the word I'm looking for? Like not a hybrid. Subspecies or subspecies because it's only like I said, it's only found there. There's only a few of them. Maybe it's just like one family of these things, you know. I think, maybe, maybe I think it was a Bigfoot that bred with a Wendigo, if that's even a thing. Right. And then there's the theory that they, because they look so weird and they have that long pointy head, that long pointy Nephilim head. Bigfoot, mm-hmm. has, Bigfoot has the big long head too, though. The N angle will get you. <laughs> a, a Nigfoot. A ni- <laughs> I feel like we've done that already at one point. Um, you know, it's possible too that these things could have been like a genetic experiment that escaped from one of the many uh, Tartarian asylums, quote asylums, whatever was going on there before their official narrative. Right? Are you saying there's oh, an asylum? I, I in... know. I know what these things actually are. Okay, what are they? Skin joggers. Okay. No. No. 
It's not skin jogger tapes. No, skin skin jogger tapes. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Jack, write that down. <laughs> this guy's accent. All right. Um. Good lord. We're off topic. Are again. we coming up on a break? Are we coming up on a break? Oh my god! Like thank god. Be. We are coming up on a break. I have to say, this is going to be one of my favorite break songs. And it was such a hard song to choose from. We got a bunch of music from a guy who we played his music before. A long time ago, apparently, we played one of his songs. So if you want to go back to the Vampires episode and check out Blood and Soil, we've already played that. But tonight... We are playing from a friend of ours, a new, uh, how do you, how would you say that? An old friend, Remet? Yeah. Vulgar. And it, which one are we doing, Dogbot? I can't remember the name of the one because we went through so many of them. Before Neptune. This, which, which one? We're playing Neptune. Neptune. Has some incredible, he's just, this guy is the master of chugga chugga riffs. I, I love his fucking... This is some good stuff. Yeah, he plays he he plays a six and a seven string, and everything's in either drop C or drop A. It's pretty pretty heavy. All right, this is Vulgar, and this is Neptune, and we'll be back.
right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny Monoxide with Reinhard von Krieger, Dogbot, and Jack. We're in New Hampshire, up in New Hampshire, up in the woods. Uh, we were talking about the the Woods Devil. Um, the other, other, uh, the other, other, the only other real cryptid that I even saw. Uh, this is where Dogbot comes in. There was supposedly a chupacabra sighting in New Hampshire at one point. Yeah, I've already, I've already spoken to everybody responsible about this incident in Merrimack. I uh, have no dealings with any other chupacabra wranglers in the state of New Hampshire. So, it's not my, not from my kennel. All right. Now, what if somebody bought from you and then took it over state lines? That is uh, none of my business. All right. Yeah. Well, like an excuse. Well, I mean, they are lethal creatures, but it is uh, absolutely none of my business uh, what happens to them once uh, they are in the very well, capable hands of people that are very well vetted in order to receive one of these beautiful and dangerous canines. Right. 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 Um, so. This was 2016 that this this thing happened. So were you even would this even have been you know anybody even I don't think they could have even related this thing to you back then. I think you weren't even in breeding. 2016 yeah. feels like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? That's what I'm it, saying. Guys? I don't think. I mean, how how much have you how how many things have happened since 2016? You know. I mean, we've had a whole two presidents, yeah. right? We had two presidents and. Uh, oh. Yeah, two two uh two fake uh two fake leaders of the continent wide strip mall have passed through, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the fat orange retard tranny fucker, now we got the silver alert guy. Silver alert oh, reptilian in a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, you know, twenty twenty happened. I, I can't remember. I can't go all the way back to yeah, twenty sixteen. I, I don't know. This doesn't ago, Johnny. This right, but this doesn't really seem to be a real chupacabra either i think uh it, i mean if i'm being 100 percent honest here it looks like a chupacabra to me looks like a little bit like different breed a little bit a little bit uh longer your chupacabra do you later. dock your tails because this one has a very much longer tail than yours do uh well i mean that's just the way that they have adapted to this particular uh, biome and environment, mm-hmm. you know, like the main, the the those cats in Maine, the the ones that hunt the fish and the and the rivers and stuff. Mm-hmm. The cats, those, you uh, mean the fisher cats? Yeah, yeah, they. I mean, they look like big beefy uh, domestic cats, but they're not. You know, they they're their own. Sure. You know, they've adapted to their, you know, their, to their surroundings. I'm sure the chupacabras up there are quite similar. And uh, the way that they've adapted to their own surroundings up there, and it, it, it's completely possible. Um, however, it's also completely possible this is that this was a red fox with mange. No, mm. that's too simplistic. I mean, yeah, that's an interesting photo, but I mean, it looks like a chupacabra to me, and you know, he looks like a fun little guy. Wouldn't let them around your goats, but uh, yeah. Right, yeah. Keep them away from the kids. Yeah, definitely. The kids, mm-hmm. <laughs> meaning uh, 
children goats. You you're the one that you're the one talking about goats. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I said you said goats. I said kids. Same thing. Yeah. When, well, don't and you Reinhardt, know? what are you going to do with twenty thousand pizzas? Seriously. What? <laughs> I, I get it. Oh man. Don't charge I've seen those coyotes t- and foxes, and this honestly to me doesn't really fit the description you, completely. Have you seen? Have Have you ever you, seen? The, Thank the, you. Hang on a second, Don. Have you ever, Jack? Have you ever seen the pictures of bears with mange or uh, like a shaved bear? I've seen this shaved bear, and I would rather not see that ever again. Right. That That's what I'm terrible. saying. So, have you ever seen it's a shaved fox? Fuel. He he wasn't in the navy, so he doesn't know what shore leave is like, Johnny. <laughs> um. Okay, is that supposed to be some sort of a? I don't get it. You're talking about shaved bears. Mm-hmm. The they gay look boy weird. Joke. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wow. <sighs> what did I say on Tuesday? Not your sense of humor. I'm not wrong. Uh, it's fantastic. Sure. You, uh, it's debatable. Right. 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 Let me drop this chat in the chat if I can. There's a, a picture of a shaved fox. It looks like a shaved fox. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a fox with mange. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. I'm, that, I'm saying this is not a chupacabra. Yeah, I, I'm going to say no, that. It's a chupacabra. It's, it's a chupacabra. It's that, not, we got a tie. No, it's so not, it's Jack. Up to the listeners now who, it's up to the listeners to okay, actually. So, look first of all, the chupacabra, both. if in fact the chupacabra being a real thing uh, is an animal cryptid type creature that lives in central South America up through Texas. Um, seeing sure one things from there have never migrated North ever. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Normally they you don't go where the goats go, man. And, and you know, you got a lot of people with little, uh, compounds and homesteads up there in in new hampshire mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the 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 free state project and mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. and uh you know lolbert's you know make that stuff easy easy pickings mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so it it's doesn't doesn't shock me that chupacabras would make their way up there and get themselves some there's no such thing as a chupacabra pick. to begin with all right can we just stop with that please the chupacabra thing is annoying it's real no it's not that's a fox with mange Okay, maybe that one is, but the ones here in Texas are okay, real. Okay, there we go. There you go. Thank you. That is a fox with mange. I don't like doing shows about cryptids and stuff, and it turns out that it's a fucking rat or something, you know? Like, that doesn't help us at all when we want to talk oh. about crystal trees. <laughs> yeah. All right? So, yeah. Yeah, <sighs> fox with mange. All right, so... Getting back from I mean, it's the not um, like we found out the C seventeen the other day is a real plane. You know, we found out it wasn't a balloon. Is the C one 
Was it a C seventeen or C one thirty? What was I saying? What was I saying? I'm saying it's a C one thirty. I don't care. Same it's difference? Wrong. No, it's not. We got corrected, Jack. It's not the same. Oh, we oh, did. Yeah. On what kind of balloon it is? Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a balloon. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a it's a fake balloon. No, you guys, you're triggering my autism by saying C seventeen was actually C one thirty or whatever the reverse would be if it was wrong there, but triggering your autism because you said something wrong triggering plain autism wow it's a balloon though that's like the point it doesn't matter the model right but but really we're not the ones triggering the autism because they're the ones that press play on the show so it's not our fault true i mean yeah i guess yeah i mean the onus is on them I mean, I guess you could go back to blaming on God for giving you the free will to push the button. Yeah, I'm just. What does triggering the autism mean? Like, what, what, what happens? Like, they rearrange all their pencils. Right. What, no, what does, they like, they flip the computer and scream for tendies and shit and fart and you know fall down and oh. pee their pants. Oh well, that sounds messy. Yeah. But spaghetti goes everywhere. Still, right. It's yeah. Messy. There's spaghetti and yeah, tendies. That still doesn't sound like my fault. Pee bottles. I don't know. No. Did you say pee bottles? Yeah. Oh no. Mom found pee the bottles. Mom found the pee drawer. Oh god, mom found the piss drawer. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's so terrible. Son, what are you doing here? I'm saving my vril. <laughs> no, it, oh, that rem- reminds me when Facebook used to be fun. Remember, Jack? I miss it. I want to go back. I know, I know. I just want to go back. I miss like 2014 Facebook. Honestly, I do. Those were the golden years. <sighs> Remember when you could say nigger on Twitter? I mean, Remember I did that like two months ago. Yeah, but you Facebook could do it. And by, like, Reinhardt, for some reason, like your account like never gets flagged. Some shit. What? I was gonna say, you could do it on like Facebook by do, replacing the G's with like lowercase Q's. Oh, we did or, that. Yeah. Like, we, guy, whatever. We did that for the longest time, just rearranging just different assignments. Some people were using like Cyrillic and yeah. <laughs> different different Cyrillic characters to make G's or I's or whatever. Yeah. All right, back to the show. Back to the show. So there's no chupacabras. There's no Bigfoots. There's just the Woods Devil. Um that's it, but there are a lot of haunted places because it's in New England. New Hampshire's in New England, and New England's a very scary place, and not just because of all the like the birch forests. You guys ever seen a birch forest at night, like under a full moon? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's we we lived in Maine, and we had like I don't know, like seventy acres of woods. I don't remember exactly how many we had. Thirty three. We had thirty three acres of farmland. Thirty three. And like 60 acres of woods or something. And the woods was mostly birch. And dude, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, I'd go in the woods any time of the year, except like, or any time of the day, except in like at night, and especially in, in, at night in the winter. It's like a special kind of spooky with the white birch bark and the snow and the moon. And it's just like really, really scary. It's just a very, eerie glow mm-hmm. something otherworldly almost and it doesn't help that they like filmed all kinds of horror stuff in that setting for many many years to scare the shit out of kids right. what was the tv show and I, I remember it was like an older um 
things popping in my head forgotten realms and that's like tsr books uh love those yeah those are great uh it was damn it it was like the closing credits for one of those like horror half hour shows that would be on at like 11 o'clock at night and the closing credits were a car driving like pat like down a road it was next to a, a birch forest it was just the birch forest in the in the with the scary music and like ugh, gives me the heebie-jeebie just thinking about it. So there's a lot of that. What? What's that? Gives you the what? The heebie-jeebie-jeebies. All right, dad. Whatever, I was dude. waiting for you to correct his pronunciation. Yeah, I know. I was actually too. The what? Excuse me. It's pronounced heebie-jeebies. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm I am not a Gen Xer, so I don't say heebie-jeebies. Oh, oh, I had no idea this was a micro generational thing. Yeah, apparently it is. I thought it was just like a, a Scooby Doo thing, but whatever. So was the show you were talking about, Johnny? Was it? Um, no, it's not Jinkies, are you afraid of the different. dark? Jinkies is, is a different. different. I'm sorry, Jack. Hang on a second. I have to correct Reinhardt here. Oh. Jinkies is what you say when you're surprised. Okay, you don't get the jinkies. You say jinkies. No, I know that. Yeah. Okay, the heebie-jeebies are. Never mind. You have Google. All right, go ahead, Jack. I was gonna say the, the show you were referencing was it? Are you afraid of the dark? Because that sounds kind of like what I remember from it. No, it was like one of those like you know like Dark Horizons, or like you know a two a two word name of a show or something. You know, Tales from the Dark Side. Is that two words, Dogbot? No. Could Thank be you. if you really want it to be. Yeah. You're really drunk. <sighs> My <life done> is. <laughs> You're really drunk. All right, let's do the scary spots in, in Rhode Island. Now I'm in Rhode Island. Jesus, you guys. Rhode Island, New Hampshire. It's all the same accent, really. Oh, man. Gilson Road it's, Cemetery in oh. Nashua. It's the kind of cemetery that doesn't look like a, a cemetery. It just looks like a spot in the woods where there's like some headstones. That's really freaky looking. Yeah, it kind of owes. Uh, I can't talk either tonight. <laughs> it's kind of reminiscent of that like old colonial feel. Um, even though we don't believe in the official colonial narrative or anything, but you just imagine like people in this strange land that they don't know they're surrounded by hostile indians they're surrounded by creatures that they don't know and they just bury their dead in a patch of land in the woods mm -hmm. well they and did manage to put headstones there they did manage to put headstones and very nicely carved headstones yeah some of them look some of them look a lot newer than they should and, and some of the graves are clearly children just by how close they are to others but um, I guess that the stories from people that, that like find this place, I guess you have to wander around the woods. But um, people that visit there, they get the feeling that like, you know, they're not supposed to be there. Like they, get a, they get a sensation of being pushed backwards away from like, kind of like it's kind of keeping them from entering the area. Hmm. Like they or, try to enter and then all of a sudden they just can't. Yeah, it's like they're walking through like water or there's like some sort of mud or whatever, invisible mud that they're trying to walk through. Mm. Or that's a supernatural magnetic force. Right, possibly. Some sort of 
weird psychic magnetism. I'm mm. sure somebody in the chat will be like, or somebody in the comments will be like, that's stupid. I'm going to say it now. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> but these, all these cemeteries in, in uh, New Hampshire that are old like this, man. Uh, the one in Stark Road, in Conway, the Stark Road Cemetery, it's got the same problem. So, um, you know, the, the, it, it's not actually the cemetery, but it's the stuff around the cemetery. Like, you know, it feels like you're being watched. You just, everywhere you go, they're being followed by a set of eyes. And, um, oh, inside the, inside the cemetery is said to glow at night sometimes. That's got to be creepy. So a bunch of CIA niggers. It is possible that a bunch of CIA niggers are buried there, but probably well, not. Well, they are, they are Satanists. They are serving a Satanic system, so could you call them a coven? What, the CIA? A coven? Hmm. A coven of CIA niggers in, in a graveyard at night, just glowing? <laughs> it's possible. The it C kinda... CIA isn't central. It's coven. Could be like the uh, the genius bar guys from the Human Sentai Pad South Park episode where oh, they all God. just stand around and open their mouths. <laughs> Stop! That's just, that that episode is just terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> that is no. terrible. So these are no, okay. So we, these are all cemeteries, isn't this article, Jack, that you posted? Oh, because it's a seven haunted cemetery article. That makes sense. So every single one of these cemeteries have very similar stories. The glowing footsteps, you know, um, hearing voices, feelings of dread or um, that you're not supposed to be there. And then the um, like walking through water and the, 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 uh, the mud, you know, it's all, a lot of these have this the same similar weird uh, paranormal features. Well, what yeah, seems that weird to me is for the points of graves, burial ground in Portsmouth. Uh, apparently, according to this, only Doctor Vaughn's grave will act, or his tombstone will glow when photographed on film. No, it seems like no one else's, but his. Oh, okay. I read. I read that wrong. Then okay, that makes. So Doctor Vaughn, his tombstone glows. Hmm. So he's the only CIA nigga in Portsmouth. The uh, South Cemetery Portsmouth graveyard has uh, the two victims of the Smutty Nose murders, and that was uh, two uh, hot Norwegian broads that were murdered by a Prussian. Really? With an axe. Yeah. Doesn't say hmm. if they haunt the place, but their their bodies are buried there. I mean, would it be a, would those be the worst two ghosts to haunt a cemetery? No, probably not. Uh, though there's a lot of like uh it seems to be a lot of redhead broad uh ghosts in New Hampshire in a lot of these stories a lot of redheaded and, women getting yeah. killed interesting or or they're just uh you know they just don't know how to die and like <laughs> stick around you know <laughs> just make it make it you know make things unpleasant for everybody else hmm interesting <laughs> just to spite everybody else something like that well, that's uh, the, Pine Hill the Pine Hill Cemetery in Hollis has uh, Abel Blood. Yeah, and, you posted uh, that picture in the chat. What's up with that guy? Uh, well, he's got a, like a finger pointing up on his gravestone, right? But 
it has been reported that at night, it actually points down. Now, you know what's weird? Mandela effect. Right. What's weird is it that doesn't look like a finger that's pointing up, does it? It looks like he's holding something, and at the top of it is shaped like an obelisk or like a sharpened pencil point or something. That doesn't look right. like a finger. I was gonna See, that say, was my first thought. I was going to say, I think the finger has been knocked off. Okay. Okay, these... Do you see? Do you see yes. how the rest of the hand seems to be coming out? Of right. The, it looks okay. So structure. that's that's looks, why it looks like that. It looks like, like, like okay. the index finger's been cleaved off. That's why it looks like that. That makes sense now. I take back my obelisk statement. But it is sort of weird that the uh, the hand is in a collar, <laughs> like like it looks like it's wearing a shirt well, collar. They do. They used to remember. You remember the the pilgrims had those big collars on their shirts and on their you know, on their cuffs as well. So that could be a, a, a handcuff collar. You know what I mean? But it does yeah, I have... Mean that, I, I don't find it weird. Yeah, it's like a pilgrim outfit looking thing, right? Except this is 1865. Right. That's the only weird thing. Yeah, they didn't dress like that. Convenient though. year. Very convenient. 1867. Mm-hmm. Age 70. Yeah, and that, that one looks like an eye. Hmm. Mm. It does. Uh, no, that looks like a one. Wait. Mm. You don't see the top part of the. Uh, you don't. The bottom obviously looks no, like a does. Roman numeral I, but it's the a top one. Doesn't. It's a one because you have at the bottom died yeah. June first, eighteen twenty-seven. <clears throat> Excuse me. The uh, the one in uh, June first and the one in the eighteen looks exactly like the other eighteen. Yeah, it's a one. Yeah. It's not doing the thing, Dogbot. Yeah, it's All not. Right. It's not doing the thing where they they look. They're two totally different characters. Right, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that. The uh, the it's not time doing the lost thousand years. <laughs> well, we, we've already done some of the lost timeline deception, and with the you know with the um, Phantom Time episode, and we probably have to retouch on that, especially considering all the stuff with like the coins and the dates and the letters and whatnot. And the different people to whom the letters may be attributed to. Yes. Um, I heard of a very, uh, a very particular ghost and I got a little, uh, you know, I got a little reminiscent, got a little, uh, a little sentimental. Okay. He hasn't been with us for some time. Right. Uh, yeah, there's a ghost jogger that's on river road in Manchester and he appears at, on Halloween at one forty-five in the morning, a ghost jogger. Where where do you yeah. see this? Remember jogger ghost? I remember the guy jogger was ghost. Pain in the ass. Total pain in the ass. But, I remember that. Yeah, total pain in the ass. Every time he left the room, it smelled like a a burnt formaldehyde dipped blunt. Wow. It's just uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it awful. That is a very you know? very specific aroma. I can either confirm nor deny that that's what that smells like. That's okay. Just, you know, I'm just saying. Told me. Just, oh, yeah, that's you what know. somebody told you one time? Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, any anytime, anytime he would sit in the, the chair across the room, and uh, every time he left, there always seemed to be a weird, like, stain of chicken grease fingers on mm-hmm. the edge of the, the handrests. Uh huh. 
Yeah. All right. That was weird. It was hard to get okay, out. Too. So real quick, going back to um, Abel Blood. So he was murdered. Excuse me, the whole family is supposedly murdered. So oh. Yeah. It is said that Abel Blood was a devout Christian man who was laid to rest in Pine Hill Cemetery in 1867 next to his wife, Betsy Blood. It is said that the Blood family were murdered, but this has never been proven as an actual fact. It is widely believed that Abel Blood remains in the cemetery in the form of a malevolent entity that enjoys scaring the wits out of those who come to visit the burial ground. And then, yeah, the... Um, the talks about Does the anyone, anyone find it weird how he's named after Abel... Younger son Cain killed and blood. Did anyone find that weird? Oh, I, I made that connection when I first read this too. Abel blood. Yeah. Blood of Abel. Yeah. Interesting. Very mm. interesting. So it was never proven though that his family was murdered. Like, right. So we know he died, but we don't know about the rest of his family. Yeah. It said that the blood family were murdered, but this has never been proven as an actual fact. And this Pine Hill Cemetery comes in at number four on the most haunted places in New Hampshire. So, for the haunted cemetery, the one in uh, Vale Cemetery, it says, it talks about unexplained cold spots and eerie blue blue lights. I can't remember if we've talked about this in earlier, like, season one, two episodes, but what do you think causes like the cold spots blue lights that people supposedly see at these uh graveyards well one explanation that i've heard time and again and it it does at least make sense is when entities are manifesting even if they're not manifesting physically but if they're if they're doing something interacting with our plane they draw energy <clears throat> in order to do so and drawing out energy from the atmosphere or the, the world around them, whatever, from you, uh, it draws out heat. Energy, Heat is energy. Energy is heat. So drawing that out of whatever area or person that they are, they're going to experience temperature changes. That's yeah, the that's, explanation I've heard. That's what I've always been told. I wasn't sure if that was just... Um... Uh, a ghost adventures here take or if that's something that is actually well known and believed yeah i know i know what you mean it's hard to it's hard they to muddy the water so bad i know it's hard to discern what is actually plausible and actually decent explanations that do make sense from all the absolute just bull crap that they spout you're talking about ghost like, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, ghost hunters. Yeah, well, we've already pretty much... I'm I'm okay with the take that any ghost hunting that goes on on, on uh, television or anything to do with a, with a hotel is just uh, propaganda and advertising for that particular... Um, oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah it's to revitalize the yeah. tourism in, yeah, the, it's tourism. in the area. Thank you. That, yeah, tourism. Yeah. And it pushes official narratives on a lot of these buildings, too, because so many of them are uh, Tartarian-esque buildings. Well, what about dubious narratives? What about the, yeah, the number one most haunted place? Well, the number two most haunted place is the New Hampshire State Hospital in Concord, which is definitely one of our 
Very typical Tartarian-looking buildings. The Originally, the New Hampshire Asylum for the Insane has a very similar history to the asylums in New England, such as Danvers State Hospital, Massachusetts. Which we did talk about Danvers, didn't we? We most certainly did. Hmm. And let's see. Danvers has been knocked down, right? What's that? If I remember correctly, uh, they knocked down the Danvers State Hospital, if I remember correctly. Uh, Probably. I don't know off the top of my head. I I know they knocked down a bunch. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. And similarly, uh, similarly to a lot of these hospitals, it was closed down because of allegations of lack of care, of abuse. Um, The same typical explanation that's given to pretty much all of these uh, insane asylums. Mm -hmm. So, again, you've got adding to the narrative all of this darkness and abuse and horrific things that possibly went on or didn't go on, adding to the collective narrative, the collective thought that this place is something, is somewhere dark, that there's something here, um, whether it's I know we've talked about whether it's people just collectively willing experiences to happen and just saying, like, actually believing that they're experiencing something when they're really not. Um, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Definitely makes I sense. I mean, my first time on this show, I talked about my experience at a insane asylum that I may or may, may not have broken into. And uh, I can tell you for sure what I experienced because I wasn't a believer going into it. Uh, I was a believer coming out. So, Hmm. so this state hospital in Concord is definitely different now than it was in this picture. Oh, do you have a modern picture? Well, the modern picture. Yeah. I just went on the wiki. Um, hold on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's different. But it still has, like, there's the couple of, you know, there's there's some other stuff that goes along with it. Is there a wiki for this? Hogwarts Hospital? No? New Hampshire State Hospital? Nope. No wiki. So I'm trying to no. find... Trying oh, to find, I found one. Hang you found, on. You found a wiki for it? Yep. One sec. Okay, the New Hampshire State Hospital. That's the one, New Hampshire State Hospital, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 So it was uh, established established in 1842, the 17th such hospital in the United States and the 7th in New England. Hey, you got to throw a lot of kids in there. Right. Just well, just they chartered chunk it. Chunk a bunch of kids in there. Right. They chartered it in 1838, but it was established in 1842. The mansion used European style architecture. Hmm. The mansion. So the hospital, also known as a mansion. What are you looking at, Jack? The wiki I posted should be in the chat right now. There it is. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Dr. Charles Bancroft. There's another Bancroft. Ah, Amazing it doesn't ever show who built it. They never do. No construction photos. Where's the architect? Who's the architect? Mm, doesn't say. Weird. 
Oh, the Doloff building. I actually have friends named Doloff from Maine. Interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah, this one was closed in 1969. Or 19, that's why it looks like a different hospital because it's been, yeah, they moved to a new state-of-the-art hospital. So this one closed in 1989. The Bancroft Building remains abandoned, as well as the Kent Annex and Peasley Annex wings of the main administration building. Those are probably the haunted ones that people do the paranormal stuff in, all the paranormal adventures. Yeah, um, I'm guessing, so the Bancroft Building was also the, it was constructed as a, a, a building for female patients. Right. So I wonder if there was abuse or, or anything going well, the on. Nur- there. Right. Well, the Bancroft building was the female patient's building, and it was connected to the nurse's home. So the nurses okay. lived. <clears throat> yeah. So. Also, uh, there were both routine surgeries, like normal stuff going on, as well as sterilization oh, wow. occurring there and eugenics. Okay. So, yeah, we know. No, yeah, that was, New Hampshire, uh, there's a... Here you go. Let's look at this article. New Hampshire eugenics. Sterilizations. People sterilized. Uh, the highest... Wow, people... There was up to... 700 people sterilized in the year... Between the year... or, I mean, in the year 1960. 700 people were sterilized in the year 1963. People, they had that many people that were sterilized in the year 1983. It's crazy. That's that's pretty crazy, dude. Like peak sterilizations making 1932 this year the peak ster- the peak year for sterilizations. With 17 people sterilized for every 100,000 residents. Good lord. So apparently Wow. Apparently, New Hampshire had a lot of eugenics laws back in the day. Hmm. 152 of the... So, uh, the total number of people who were sterilized under the law was 679. If 152 were male and 527, close to 90%, were female. 37% were considered mentally ill, 56% mentally deficient, while the remaining 17% belonged in neither category. So maybe it would have been just criminals or epileptics, most likely, is what they say here. What's that? Epileptics, most likely. Ah, yes. New Hampshire stay open for libertarians. There were marriage. Yeah, that's why they had to. That's why they had to do that. It's the same reason why, like, they had to destroy. You know, they had to destroy Ohio because it was this the highest amount of German population in the United States after World War II. Anyways, uh, there was marriage laws, dude. Like. The insane and feeble-minded were barred from marriage unless they were sterilized. Yeah, it's incredible what they accomplished and how much support there was for all of this sterilization. And this is also at the same time or the same time frame that you've got the incubator babies Mm -hmm. and the orphan trains moving west. Right. So if people are getting sterilized because of eugenics... Where are all the babies coming from? Well, where are all the babies coming from? And why are they being sterilized? Because we know for a fact that those deemed mentally ill or mentally deficient 
a lot of times we're not. Right. They probably just disagreed or were remembering things they weren't supposed to remember. Like it's reset. possible. Pre-reset stuff. These are like, these are the times that we're, we're, we're alluding to other episodes where we talk about reset theory and Tartaria. I mean, we talked about it a lot on the Insane Asylums episode that we did. Absolutely, but, we did. Because, yeah, the, this is... No, oh, there you go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's it's just that it's a tactic that they've used time and again uh, for the past you know 150 years of uh, taking people who dissent or um, are saying things or remembering things they're not supposed to and dehumanizing them. Literally, in this case, dehumanizing them and taking them out of the gene pool. Yep, absolutely. That's what they're doing. Dehumanizing. Well, huh? They're dehumanizing the unvaccinated, and they're going to force them to get vaccinated and taking them out of the gene pool, right? There is that as well. Yeah. Interesting. How Nate? Isn't it weird how history keeps repeating itself? Almost like it's a freaking script, and they're just reusing for every new iteration. <laughs> right. Hey. Yeah. Speaking know, of, it's just like Hollywood movies. You know what they. They can't do anything original, so they remake an old one. Right. Well, we got nothing? Eh, let's just do female Ghostbusters. Oh, what's that one movie where the, sh the ship sinks and everybody has to work together in order to get out? We'll do that one again, except with blacks. I don't know which one you're referring to. Deep Blue Sea? Uh, Nigga, I got eaten by a shark! Isn't that the one with, like, uh, not Ice Cube... We're going to do the one where the guy in the 1800s makes the, uh, makes the bike thing with the spinny thing on the back, and he uh, goes to the future, and uh, there's people that live underground and everything, and they're all mean, and except we're going we're gonna to do it with a black guy. The Smurfs? <laughs> I like this segment. And the Morlocks, the Morlocks are all going to be, uh, they're going to be like white rednecks. Oh, the Morlocks. Okay, the Mor I got the, okay, the Morlocks. That okay, would be. Time machine. Time machine, yes. I, I get it now. I know. I, I knew what it was from the beginning. I was just, I had to do a really bad one so you guys knew I was doing the thing again. Otherwise. Seems uh, legit. Otherwise, the joke is just for me. I mean, the joke is really just for us, and we just hope other people enjoy it. Usually. Yeah, usually. honestly. Mm -hmm. Dude, who was that one black guy in Deep Blue Sea? Oh, that was, um, what do you call it? L.O. Cool J. L.O. Cool J, yeah, yeah. He was the right. chef. Yes. Yes. No, Ice Cube was in uh, Anaconda. Right. Wait, so Chef is L.O. Cool J? Chef is L.O. Cool J, yes. Or L.O. Cool J is Chef. Chef is LL Cool J? Based yeah. mom is LL Cool J's mom? Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Well, we this just. This is big. Yeah, this is huge. Is everybody sitting down? Right. I, thank God I am. Right. Chef I, has I, been to California? Well, apparently he was going back. Right. So. The, which implies he was there before. I guess, yeah. So, I mean, I'm assuming if you're going back, you have to have been there once already. Chef was a scared black. It was a black guy who was scared of sharks. Wow. Apparently, he was shark broken. <laughs> shark, shark broken. God damn it. <laughs> Does that also mean that Chef is, you know, gay? Because niggas is gay? Well, I mean, 
It is Chef. <laughs> Love you, Chef. All right, we're gonna um, we're gonna stop shit posting now because we have a few more things we need to get out of the way about New Hampshire, and then we'll get back to shit posting. No, I'm kidding. But the New Hampshire State Hospital is extremely creepy, just like every other Tartarian building that they turned into a hospital. You've even got the you've even got the um, you know the very typical first floor half windows. And you've got that greenhouse looking thing that looks like it's halfway underground as well. What I find interesting is that it's supposedly all these hospitals that all popped up around the same time all across America. For some reason, this one doesn't look like it abides by the quote unquote Kirkbride plan. No, mm. it just looks like a big old mansion. Yeah. Yeah. With a few cupolas and some non chimney chimneys. Yeah kind of weird it's just like okay so this came up at the same time but this was the one outlier that just didn't follow the same rules i don't know i think the kirkbride thing i I think that's i mean if you're trying to like you know adhere to the official narrative and this one doesn't stick to it but i I mean it's all bullshit well yeah absolutely it's all bullshit that's what like I don't know. It, this is just one of those things that they oh fuck it, we'll make it an asylum. We'll throw all these crazy people here that don't follow our narrative, or something, or maybe there were just a lot of crazy people in America at the time. I mean, have you seen this place? I can't imagine it was much better back then. I mean, like Vermin Supreme came out of New Hampshire, so right. I'm right. One can only imagine. Like I said. All right, so then there's the scariest place in New Hampshire, and that's Mount Washington Hotel, Bretton Woods. So Bretton Woods, Dude, this is where this all the uh, this is where all the big stuff happens, right? This is the Bretton Woods stuff, like all the the conferences and stuff, like all the politicians, right? I'm assuming this I is where so. Bretton Woods, like where the Bretton Woods Agreement or whatever it was. I don't know. I'm assuming that's where it is, right? This is like. This is a huge, and it doesn't look Tartarian. This thing is made of wood. It's yeah, the, it doesn't look Tartarian, but it's definitely expansive. Oh, it's huge. It is the largest wooden building in New England. And it was built in two years. All right, I'm calling bullshit on that. Smash an X, dude. Right. At the very, at the very least on just the timeline, the construction timeline. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, but it's haunted, obviously, because it's you know it's it wouldn't be the number one haunted place in New England or in in uh, New Hampshire if it wasn't haunted, right? So, Joseph Stickney is the guy who built it. Right? He's a wealthy industrialist. His wife Carolyn. Now, uh, after Joseph died, he died. He died, and his wife remarried. She remarried a European prince. So she died in 1936, and right after that, almost immediately afterwards, uh, the staff began to report some really weird stuff going around the hotel. Uh, in the winter, they claimed to have seen an elegant lady walking into the dining room and reported the lights would turn on and off by themselves all over the hotel. That's kind of standard for like hauntings, is lights going on and off. And seeing you know, people going into you know dining rooms or or ballrooms or whatever you know well that would make sense with the whole 
when spirits manifest themselves, they draw the energy. So, well, if they're drawing energy, they would draw energy from the lights. Sure. Yeah, if they're electric lights or if they're uh, flame, the gas lamps, uh, they could draw the energy from either one. There's a picture of the lady, actually. So, so for them, it's just free energy. They can just draw it from wherever they want. Yep, just like we had once upon a time. So ghosts are sort of like antiquitech. Um, ghosts would be Antiquitech end users. Nice. I like that. Antiquitech Hmm. Well, that's dog bot. Dog bot. Look at the look at the the right hand. Look how masculine that thumb forefinger combination is there. Where? In the. uh, I don't know. Pretty strong butt chin going on. Very strong butt chin. Long, long tree trunk Mm. neck. Lots and lots of great plane effect. Yeah. I mean, this is early nineteen. This is early nineteen hundreds. However, this is post Magnus Hirschfeld. So, hmm. I don't want to say that this one's a tranny, but I'm gonna anyways. No, uh, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the ghosts. So, like a lot of hauntings, we you know we see the uh, the lady of you know the dead lady of the property, whoever you know the owner's wife. You know you'll see like um, or somebody or some woman who died in there. Whatever you'll see that a lot. But yeah, you find the shadowy female figure all over the place. Some people pose for photographs and to find the shadowy photo or the shadowy figure of Carolyn in the window behind them. Hmm. And of course, her old room. Because of course it is. It's the most haunted. And of, of course it is. Right. And of, and of course her original bed is still in the room. Her original bed? Her original four-post bed is still... Giant four-post bed. Really? Hang on a second. Wait, just the frame or the mattress That's what included? I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Hold on. I want to see... Uh, uh, Carolyn's old room. I just want to see if that's something you could even look up. Well, I'm looking into the history of this place. In 1944, the hotel hosted the Bretton Wood International Monetary Conference. Representatives from 44 nations met to establish the World Bank and International Monetary Fund. Oh, boy. That was the Bretton Woods Conference. Was Okay, now I know why it rings a bell. The Bretton Woods Conference is where the IMF was founded. Okay. Ah. Uh. Ding, ding, ding. It's 11.30 on a Friday night. I've just worked all week, folks, okay? 11.33. 11.33. No way. Oh, wow. Here we go. I'm, I can't find my Pizine. I'm calling, I'm calling Skull. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody call Zach Baggins. I lost my eye drops. And you know what's weird? <laughs> As I found four different places that sell a bed called the Carolyn four post bed. What? Just looking for so she, just so looking up a bedroom set pioneer. 
So after her husband died, she pulled up her bootstraps, married a prince, and created a bed. And died and now haunts her. No, it's just that the name of maybe. I mean, just the that style of bed is now known as the Carolyn four poster bed. I guess. Interesting, huh? Okay. I'm sure that has nothing to do with anything else. That's I want to see. I want to see a picture of the damn bed. Like. You know, I want to see pictures of bed. I mean, okay, so people, okay, while while I'm pulling this up, okay, guests staying in Carolyn's room. Okay, oh, oh, by the way, the prince she married, his name was Prince Aimond de Fognissi Lucines. Hmm. So he was French, uh, or maybe from Macau or something, or not Macau, Monaco. Macau is Asia. <laughs> I meant Monica. It's 11.30, all right, dude? I've been up since 4 o'clock this morning. I go to work at 5. <laughs> she had a special balcony constructed that overlooked the hotel's main dining room, allowed her to see what other guests were wearing, and so she could change her clothes to ensure she was the best-dressed woman in the room. Uh, guests who stayed there have said they've seen a shadowy woman's figure watching over people from the balcony. Interesting. There you go. Um, guests staying there often report uncanny incidents. One TripAdvisor guest, this is recently, TripAdvisor is something, you know, leaving your reviews. So TripAdvisor has been around for a few years, but I mean, this is a lot more recent than 1936. Describe things that happened during her stay. Number one, the fireplace turned on by itself. Okay, an electric fireplace. That could be some sort of switch malfunction. But... The lamp near the chaise flickered on and off inexplicably several times. Her daughter's plush monkey went missing only to show up in the middle of the floor later in the day. And they left the room in the morning to come back to what appeared to be a tidied up room. Hmm. But. Hold on. It appeared to be a tidied up room, i.e. the housekeeper must have been there because there were new towels, ironing board was put away, certain things were tidied up, and most importantly, the bed was made. I emphasized made because the beds and cover were still laid as if it was made. But then it appeared as someone had laid on top of it and took a nap. Hmm. None of those seem very, very paranormal to me. Maybe I'm just jaded by all the ghost movies. Thank you, Jews. And your Stanley Kubrick's Shining movie. You know, I mean, was that the worst ghost movie? No, but hotels are like you know, like hotels are supposed to be scary and like. Was it fourteen oh eight? Probably uh, one of the worst. Yeah, I think Paranormal Activity was the worst ghost movie I ever sat through. Yeah, Paranormal Activity was I, terrible. I, Blair Witch Project was a horrible ghost movie. What, wait, was that a ghost movie though? Yeah. Uh, or, no. No. Yeah, uh, Paranormal terrible. Activity was the worst ghost movie I ever sat through. Paranormal, I I watched like, I don't I think I watched like fifteen minutes of it. That's about it. Yeah, it was definitely not that great. Yeah, I never watched it. So, uh, Poltergeist was good. Yeah, Poltergeist was really yes. good. The Poltergeist, uh, yeah, all right. So Poltergeist sets the bar for what a ghost movie should be, and like seeing these things that these TripAdvisor guests talk about, like the fireplace turn on. Ooh. 
Ex- you know. Except it propagated the the meme that for some reason where Indians are buried is somehow more important than when wherever anybody else is buried. Like uh, the Indian burial ground is somehow more special than where other people are buried. Well, well you don't I don't understand. That- they 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 prayed to their gods and did did a curse thingy, and that uh-huh. that's why. Yeah, right. we have entire ceremonies for our dead, so it's like. Yeah, I mean, evil, it's, it, their dead white. aren't any more special than right. our dead. No, I, I, I never understood that either. And just well, no, they become part of the land, and then the evil white colonials come in and destroy all the land, thereby releasing these spirits and making them angry. Right. I, I get that Poltergeist was like a subtle jab at urban sprawl. Mm-hmm. You know, in suburbs. Definitely, but. there wasn't a subtle jab at all. It was a there was a, it was a construction site. Like the whole thing, your house is built on an Indian burial ground. You know, like right, and, and and the freak out stupid white people into not buying their suburban home because they don't want to uh, accidentally be on an Indian burial ground and have a clown toy drag your kid underneath the bed and attack him that was actually the scariest part of the entire movie nothing else in that movie really scared me other than that fucking clown uh i hated the scene where the guy picks apart his face yeah that wasn't exactly great either but i'm happy about that yeah that one actually yeah okay yeah i didn't like that one either now i think about it i just saw the whole thing back in my head again no i didn't like it well, it just doesn't hold up when you go back and think about it, or if you were to rewatch it now. No, no it's I, like I watching it recently. It's still a pretty good movie. It's no, it's still a pretty good movie, but the special effects aren't. It's it's like watching um, when the Nazi guy melts when they open up the um, when they open up the um, the Ark, Ark of the Covenant the at the yeah the Ark at the end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and it's like really yeah, shitty. That box, that box thingy with the God stuff going on, <laughs> the melty thing, you know. <laughs> The melty face box thingy. The Nazi, the Nazi melter. The <laughs> ultimate anti-fascist. The spiritual molestation. Are you guys done? <laughs> Some German. <laughs> Some German spiritual molestation <laughs> box thingy. Uh, hey, you said it yourself. You would still be laughing even if it were somebody else. Right, but, it w- but see, when it was done the first time, it was actually funny. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. It was. When I said it on Tuesday, it was hilarious. <laughs> this this attempt at, you know, this whatever you guys are doing for the past three minutes. It's no better than the humble way you're patting yourself on the back for the joke. Like, no, I'm, 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 what I'm actually I mean, is doing is hurt? it wasn't that. No, it was funny, but like this is that bad. Is what that is. This got non fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, the special effects for Raiders of the Lost Ark where the guy's face melts is uh piss oh. poor in retrospect. Oh, it's terrible. Yes. So is the so is the face picking from from Poltergeist, but thinking about it and seeing it when I was like 9, I think or 10, the first time I saw it, you know, that was really, yeah. Back when, and that was back, you know, like, Reinhardt, when you were 10, like, there was a lot of horror movies that had already been made. But when I was 10, you know, that was the big scary one, honestly. Well, that one, like, Rosemary's Baby was, like, one of the big, remember? What were the, what were the, 
in the early '80s, what were the big horror movies? Rosemary's Baby, uh, the, the Exorcist, Omen, the Omen, the movies. Omen, uh, yeah, the Damien movie. There was part in the Omen three that I really didn't like as a kid, where the mom turned on her baby in the womb, and uh, yeah, mm. that when her baby in the baby in the crib. That yeah. one was the three was like in the late '80s, wasn't it? Uh, I think it's just mid '80s. Wasn't I remember the first? I remember the I saw the first one. And I was like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't need to ever, ever see any more of those movies that scared the crap out of me. The Exorcist, the first Exorcist was really scary, too. And then you had, you know, the the slasher, the beginning of the slashers, which was the uh, Friday the uh, 13th. The movie that gave the- me the most nightmares as a kid, if if they existed at all, uh, was the anti-Russian propaganda movie Red Dawn. You had nightmares from Red Dawn. What? Uh, all the kids running up to the window at the public school and getting mowed down with machine guns, and uh, the the parents being put in a like a camp and everything, and the kids having to be on their own, and then one of their friends turning on them, and he had a bug, and he had a uh, he had a, a detector in his stomach, and they had to kill him. Like, yeah, that all that kind of sucked, man. I don't remember it being very frightening at all. No, just uh, the situations sucked. Sure. I mean, looking back at it through the lens of an adult, you know, yeah, I guess. But, like, as a kid, I didn't really. That didn't scare me, you know. Like, Friday the 13th yeah. scared me way more. Exorcist definitely scared Exorcist, me. for sure. The Exorcist, the Exorcist actually gave me nightmares. And, again, I told you that the first Friday the 13th movie, the one where the, uh, Jason's mom was doing the killing to do the avenging for Jason's death. Uh, yeah. yeah. That one scared That's me the dude. most. What? Oh, the the actress that played Jason's mom was a dude. Okay, that wasn't the point. We know this dog, but they're all dudes at this point. We don't even have to try anymore. Um, that one made me change the way I slept for like twelve years. I would sleep with my hand underneath my neck. Well, because of Dune, I don't like having my back to the door. Right. Yeah. But I. To this day, Thanks, sometimes dude. I find myself putting my hand under my neck just in case, you know, the arrow that got Kevin Bacon. Remember the that? The arrow that got Kevin Bacon. Remember that? That should be the name of the episode. <laughs> the arrow that got Kevin Bacon. You remember that scene, though? Like, him and the girl. It was like yeah. your typical horror movie scene. Teens have sex. Girl goes to shower. Right? The guy's laying there. And he's like, and then the hand comes out from underneath the bed and puts the hand over his mouth. And the arrow comes through the bed, through his throat. Some oh, no, spec I, op stuff. I remember when uh, Johnny Depp got uh, blended into his bed while he was listening to his Walkman on Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street. That was kind of weird. Yeah, it wasn't as yeah. That one was more weird than scary. Freddy was scarier to me than Jason as a character, but I think Jason's uh, methodology was much more grisly and frightening. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, but all the uh, one thing we can agree on is all the remakes are terrible. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It, and as bad as the originals were, like the terrible acting and horrible, horrible script writing and whatever, they're still better than the remakes. Uh, hot take: I kind of liked Psycho with Vince Vaughn. Didn't see it. Never saw it. Didn't see it. No. I like Vince Vaughn though. So like, I don't know. I can't imagine his character like. I just keep thinking of Vince Vaughn from like Dodgeball as a or, in Psycho. Yeah, or Vince Vaughn from um, oh, what was the movie where they were all Rain trying crushes. to make it as actors? 
Swingers. Mm. Oh yeah. It's a great movie. Wow, John Favreau's John Favreau's first directorial debut or whatever. Yeah, that was great. Oh, we're way out of New Hampshire, aren't we? Yes, we yes, are we way are. out of New Hampshire. Uh, back one, to one, how did we get? One, how, how the hell did we get all the way over there? Ghosts, <sighs> ghost movies. Oh, that's right, ghosts and ghost movies. Yeah, all right. he started lamenting about different horror movies. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, hey guys, real quick, uh, I hate to do this. Uh, I just got to text. Something's going on with my son. Uh, okay. I just got to go check on him, so I might need to dip out here. All right, well, so we'll, I apologize, but I got to go do dad duties. All right, man. We'll see you. Daddy duties. Everybody have a great night. You too. God bless. See you. All right. So I guess we we ran through all of it. There was still more. I mean, it's New Hampshire. There's all kinds of. Did we do the Dublin Lake Monster? We didn't do the Dublin Lake Monster, but I don't believe that's real. I don't believe that's even like close. I think that's. Uh, Do you just not believe any lake monsters are real? No, I no, I just... absolutely no, 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 no. Go back and listen. There's some of the lake monsters I think are actually real. Possibly, possibly. The thing mm. about single solitary dinosaur type creatures, and as we all know, that we no longer believe in dinosaurs here, but there, you know, there were possibly some sort of nephilim type creatures, you know, dragons and whatnot. Um, but megafauna, ple- megafauna for sure. But do plesiosaurs count as megafauna? Well, what if plesiosaurs are mistaken megafauna? Okay, sure. But solitary megafauna living in a in a lake where there's like no, you know, you, you need like a breeding population to keep those things for the how many ever hundreds of years it's been, you know. I hate how this article doesn't really get to the fucking point about what the damn lake monster looks like. No, that's the other reason, because, like, there's no good article to describe the thing. And the only picture is a picture of a freaking moray eel. And that's not what's in the lake. Source, trust me, bro. Yeah. It says here, to sum up, the Dublin lake monsters are so hideous, they drive grown men insane. They might dwell in air-filled caverns. And for some reason, they want to take your clothes off. All this combines with a to make a really great legend. I don't know. I'm pressing X now. I yeah, I just snapped the X button right off my keyboard. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Well, it sounds like we're gonna need to get uh, Johnny a new keyboard. No, I'm just kidding. It's an it's an Apple. They don't break like that. Oh, neat. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't know how to do it. Anyways. I think it's like a. It's like the keyboard is like one sheet of plastic that's just got a bunch of raised things on it. The keys. I don't know how Apple does anything anymore. This idiot diver said, uh, I would love to go out to Dublin Lake again to explore a little deeper. He also says, I've also heard that there's a spaceship down there, which would be cool. Wow. Uh, Really glad I clicked on this. um, Okay. Thrown into the trash. Directly in the garbage with that opinion. Yep. All right. All right. Well, well, we all know this is fake now. Yeah, we it's know this is fake. Feet, according to New Hampshire Fish and Game. What? The lake. The deepest point of the lake. Not the monster. How many feet? A hundred feet. That's not deep enough for something to be hidden yeah, for as long it's not as a very deep lake. No. I can see things hiding in like Lake Geneva, Loch Ness, Lake Michigan, even, you know? Lake Champlain, they're huge, they're deep. 100 feet deep. No. 
There's no description of the monster in here. Yeah. That, that was a big letdown. Like I said, that's the other reason why I didn't even want to bother with that because there's no no real description, zero pictures. The like, And again, the, the one drawing is like of a, of a moray eel. So New Hampshire... Did you, did, New Hampshire's got a lot Did more. Did you see some of the ridiculous uh, big uh, Bigfoot hunter stories that were in here? Yeah, but none of them found Bigfoot because there's no big feats in. No, but the guy that got hoaxed by uh, by buying what he thought was a Bigfoot corpse. What? Where? Well, what article are you looking at? Uh, so, Biscardi's claims, however, have made him the subject of controversy in the past. In 2008, he briefly caught the attention of the world when he announced he had definitive evidence proving the existence of Bigfoot, a corpse he bought for 50 grand that would undermine all the naysaying scientists. As it turned out, he did not have a corpse at all. It was a rubber Bigfoot costume filled with the guts of various animals i remember this story oh, yeah i remember so, this story he said he was the victim of a hoax when he bought the supposed body it was frozen in ice and he didn't know it was fake until it thawed out he said after he announced it to the world i remember this story yeah this was terrible he, uh, he's not backing down though this guy's still the searching for Bigfoot team, that's that's Biscardi and his his, his group there. They yeah. are still looking for Bigfoot. They're on his, they're still filming a documentary about their team's work to capture Bigfoot. Um this guy has seen Bigfoot seven times, he says. Uh Scott Lucas says when he was twelve years old he saw a group of four Bigfoots on a farm field in Bradford, and they ripped the head off a mean 3,000-pound bull that lived on the farm, he said, and walked away calmly after his father threatened them with a gun. Hmm. Well, that's yeah, interesting. I'm sure they'd be afraid of a gun after what they just did to a bull. Well, they did walk away calmly. Yeah. Hmm. That's a pretty that's a pretty wild claim. Just four Bigfoots coming up and just tearing the head off of a bull for no reason. Do bulls get to be three thousand pounds? Am I sure? They get pretty big, yeah. Wow. Some I, of that them. just seemed like a lot. I mean ton and a half. I mean I don't know. Look that up, Jack. How big do bulls get? Yeah, but these are these are some big these are some some big Bigfoot stories. Um this one guy, this Tom Biscardi, he's doing Sasquatch in in, in New Hampshire. But there's there hasn't a really... formerly a Las Vegas promoter. Right. Uh, that that doesn't yeah. help us. That doesn't help no, his cause with us. That makes him sound no. less you know, that makes him sound less believable. So adult bulls are between eleven hundred to twenty two hundred pounds. Huh. So three thousand is a that's a big boy. That's, that's a, a big nigga. Yeah, it's like something that Gehring would want to be trying to hunt in the 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 Black Forest. Sure, <laughs> an Auroch, Auroch. How do you pr wait? Pronunciation expert's gone. Yeah, he's gone. 
So no big feet in New Hampshire. No real cryptids. I'm going to say that wasn't a chupacabra. I think it was. It was a fox. I'm going to say it was because that's the last place you'd expect one. See, listen to Jack. No, the last place you'd expect one is in the middle of the ocean. Whoa. Would it? And hey, there was a ghost jogger. Yeah, there was a ghost jogger. But the one thing we did find out about New Hampshire is there's a lot of haunted graveyards that seem to be randomly strewn in the woods. What does that mean? I have no idea. Well, I don't miss that one jogger ghost because I'll tell you what, you'd make a brand new batch of grape Kool-Aid and you wake up the next morning, that should be gone. The whole way he the, doesn't come back. The whole picture. Why, why are you making grape Kool-Aid? That stuff is so bad for you. Like, why? Maybe it was having his presence in the house made you want to do things like that. I don't okay. know. Hey, did you know this real quick? Uh, the claims f- for paranormal claims at this hotel that we were talking about earlier, the Bretton Woods Hotel, claims yes. up to there are 2,356 claims. The last claim was claimed in June of 2016. Hmm. Put me in, coach. Right. No, I got that song stuck in my head. <laughs> but it's like literally every all the, the the all the ghostly things that are going on at this hotel are the fireplace turned on or off the the tower switch television channels will switch and tubs will run by themselves. The sounds of children have been heard running in the halls. A dark figure haunting the new spa wing. A baby can be heard crying in the ballroom. Photographs mysteriously slashed by unseen fingernails. A woman walking through walls. That's pretty scary. Light taps on doors. Little kids nigger knocking your door, and it's like, no, it's not a ghost lady. I, I feel like or a jogger ghost. ghost. It would be banging the shit out of the door, not just lightly tapping it. Yeah, you know, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. This just Those seems damn dingers. Seems to be seems to be just a just a normal hotel that has weird noises. I mean, I don't think it's haunted. Honestly, my whole thing with haunting, there's no like, you know, like like I, maybe the movies, maybe the movies got us prepared for um for more than what quote ghosts can really do. You know, maybe they can only just like tap on your window and you know cause a cold feeling to happen in a part of your room. (laughs) As I I said to somebody a long time ago, I really hope that ghosts aren't real because it would be absolutely horrific that the only way you could communicate with the living is having some fucking asshole with a digital recorder that you could just whisper a couple words into. Right. Well, Well, no. I mean, at least in my experience, I talked about like Assuming this was a ghost and not a demon or something else, like I was hearing no recorder needed, just disembodied voices, and then the final thing that made us nope the fuck out of there was footsteps above us in a second floor story where if anyone of, of like adult, adult normal weight 
were to walk on it, they'd fall through the floor. Mm. And we needed bolt cutters to get through. So we were the only ones in there. So... Mm. Yeah, what I'm saying is I don't I don't believe this hotel in New Hampshire. Oh, that one? Yeah, no. I, yeah. I, I, I don't believe that sounds things. like... None of those things sound like scary hauntings. And if that's the case, then whatever. Like, ooh, the light flickered. You know what I mean? Like, it's like oh my God, power surge. Why right, like the light before? flickered. The fireplace turned on. Or uh, I heard a noise in the hallway. I Yeah, that's fine. When you see something like the... Uh, like, what was it? The, the lamb... What's her face? Uh, oh, God. From the hotel in California, or she ended up in the water tower. Oh my god, that one! You know, um, like that's a freaky hotel story, right? Yeah, yeah. Hearing, you know, my fireplace flickered and the pillows were moved on the couch. Like that's okay. That's not scary. Like okay, and right, right. All right. Well, what we about are stuff about, being thrown. We're like two and a half hours into the show, guys. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we, we're we're running long. We shit posting now. It's okay. It's okay. The clown episode was said to be one of our best episodes of all time, and uh, I've gotten a lot of uh, response about the break song. Yeah. What was wrong with Mr. Bungle? The Carnival's a great song. One of my uh, favorites. Well, uh, Carousel. And uh, uh, why do I keep calling it Carnival? It's Carousel. Goddamn. Apparently. Uh, Chef went over to base mom's house and he had to hear that entire song as yeah. soon as he walked in. Yeah, he, was, he's, he got mad about it. Yeah. Oh, but a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah, well, it, 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 it's a pretty maniacal tune. Well, it's, we've already established Chef is what, LL Cool J, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that, I that's why. To say LLBGT or something. No, LLBGTQPPIAA. no los dos. Right, he can do that. Um, no, Chef. Have you heard Chef's taste in music? Like he has no reason to talk about what people can and can't like as far as music goes. I've only met him that one time. <laughs> He's a good boy, though. I like Chef. I, I, I love I, Chef. I love him. Also. Um, yeah, you guys better get used to that break song that we had tonight because that guy's stuff is going to be, since he doesn't have any real way to promote his music, we're going to promote Vulgar by playing him on our show a lot. Right. He's going to post something soon, so we've heard that you can be able to uh, purchase some of his music and give this guy some support for yes. all the hard work he puts into making this music. In the meantime, you're going to have to listen to us. And get to the Speaking break. of music, Johnny, uh, I'm going to be on Metal Up Your Fash tomorrow for real this time. Oh, that's I, right. Uh, I had to cancel last week, but I will be there tomorrow, and we will be discussing the uh, genre industrial metal. Cool. So KMFDM, right? Nope. Kraftwerk? That's not industrial. Um, it Come is. On, man. It is, though. Both no, Kraftwerk is just craft work. They're, no, it's industrial. Like it would, there would be no industrial without either of those two bands, but whatever. Oh, whoa. There would totally be industrial without KMFDM. <laughs> I know. They suck. I can't stand them, dude. They were at, they were at like two, they were at one Lollapalooza I was at. Were they, were they at the one with Tool? The first one, like back in 94? I think so. I'm not, sh I'm not sure. 
They were terrible. Yeah. I saw them live back in like 94, 95, and I was just like not impressed at all. Uh, they had some of the coolest uh, cover art and some of the worst music They're, inside you know, in, uh, you know, the, yeah, they had great cover art, and their their cover art always made it to their T-shirts. So I wore a lot of KMFDM T-shirts and did not listen to them at all. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. And it turns out it doesn't stand for kill motherfucking Depeche Mode. I that's what I thought it stood for. What? It no, doesn't it stands for something in German, and well, I don't remember. What I don't. It is, I don't but. like this story anymore. Yeah. Oh. That's gay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what else? We're going to get out of here. It's getting late. Uh, check us out on Telegram. All of the links are below. T-shirt link is below. Um, Dogbot's going on Metal Up Your Fash. Jack's ascending the spectrum. Still out there. What else is there? That's it. All right. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay. I like that little vocal fry. My father is the scariest man I've ever known. And when armed with a beer bottle, he reaches nightmare levels. Just the crackle of his belt or the rise in his voice was enough to make me shake like a leaf. One night, while I struggled to get comfortable in bed from the bruises and the sound of my mom's crying, I hatched an ingenious idea to stop the pain and suffering. I was going to scare Dad. Clearly, he just didn't know how his actions made us feel. But if I scared him like he scared us, maybe then he would change his ways. I tried anything I could think of to produce some fright and scare Dad straight. I would hide and jump out at him, but he didn't even flinch. I placed a toy snake in the toilet, but that only resulted in another beating for me. Finally, I thought of destroying his alcohol. I know that people become scared when they lose something they love, so one by one, I poured my dad's bottles down the drain and eagerly awaited his reaction. I knew this would be it. This had to be the thing to scare him. That night, I remember my father discovering the empty bottles and becoming angrier than I've ever seen him before. I remember him wrecking the house. I remember him storming into my room. I remember his hands around my neck and me seeing black. Luckily, though, my planning and hard work that night paid off. Today, my father lives in a constant state of fear. I'm always watching him, how timid and nervous he is at all times. Whenever I pay him a visit, his complexion turns a pasty white, and his body shivers like I used to, and he breaks into a cold sweat. I scared my father so well, you would think he'd seen a ghost.